Today's podcast is brought to you by Guidance Whiskey. As anyone who follows the show knows, we love our brown liquor. Guidance Whiskey is a family-owned whiskey born with the idea of bringing quality product to quality people. Fermented in charred white oak barrels for two years in the heart of America, this young whiskey is perfect for the experienced whiskey drinker or the new whiskey drinker alike. Whether you like it straight, up, on the rocks, with a splash like me with a dash, sour or sweet, with smoke or with heat, let Guidance Whiskey be the next bottle you add to your collection. Visit GuidanceWhiskey.com for details. Hey, Tosh, turn me up. to our podcast be sure to give us a like a love and a comment on all the dsps this is episode 102 uh gentlemen well with the white voice what up what's up it's your boy j joe we gonna be all right right on so um yeah so let's let's start with the weekend um how's everybody been doing i know we didn't pod last week it don't matter um we're here now so What's been going on with everybody since we last talked? You know, Memorial Day weekend. What's what's been going on? We didn't pod last week. I thought we talked about Memorial Day weekend on the last episode. Mm, I don't think we pod last week. I, I remember talking about it. Memorial Day weekend is coming up. The big bur- 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 barbecue holiday. We probably talked know. about it, but we didn't have a podcast last week. Damn. I mean, no one's keeping score or nothing. It don't matter. Remember, like, Chef was sick. Remember. He was sick. Chef was sick. Oh, it was Chef's fault. Remember when Chef wanted to start doing this? That tell people the reason why we didn't pop. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah that, that, that was it. Sure. Are you okay? Are you alright, Chef? Yeah, I'm fine. I don't have anything. Speaking of that, um, what was your? What'd you get on your um Corona test? I'm glad you asked this. Someone asked try to me, like, ask you like listen, like, like four different niggas, including like one of y'all niggas, asked me like, what was the test results. I was going to keep it more of a cliffhanger for like later on in the episode so it makes people listen longer because I know that's the only reason why y'all listen is for my test results. Um, but since we're jumping right into it, I got my fucking test results and they came back fucking negative. So, oh. right. That's how, I, nigga, you were all. Nigga, I was all. So at this point... So Wood don't jump out the window just yet and go get it. Um, <laughs> so one of two things, man. Um, I think they either fucked up my test results because when I got there, they were like, hey, you know, they kept saying, okay, we have so many Jason Johnsons. Uh, which one of you again? When's your birthday? Uh, all right. 
So I'm thinking like either A, they mix my shit up, or B, conspiracy theory, Jason, um, that they're doing this so that they can reopen New Orleans and say they have all these negative cases. Um, because the shit that I had, right, the shit that I had, man, it had, I had all the fucking symptoms. And I just don't think I'm that fucking unlucky where I would have the flu in the middle of pandemic New Orleans fucking COVID season and whatever. So I don't know. It was saying something. I want to get retested, so I'll let y'all know. I'm going to have to pay for the retest. This shit was free. That's another reason why I think they fucked shit up, because this shit was like a free test, and they were just trying to see some shit, so I don't know who was behind it, really. I do not have the money, okay? Did you hear me? (laughs) Yeah, that does make it shady, though. It makes it shady as fuck, because it was free. And this has such a common name, but um, I don't know. They said that just because you don't have the antibodies, that means you didn't necessarily have it. But I don't know, man. I'm, I'm gonna have to get get another independent test and see what the fuck is going on. So yeah, right now it's negative. So uh, with all that said, I have kind of been like mm, chilling a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I, I I stopped kissing strangers in the mouth and running outside with my with no uh pants or drawers, so no pantaloons. So I'm going to start wearing underwear and pants again and stop kissing random strangers in the grocery store. So Until I get this retest. So, thanks for asking. Uh, how did you spend the rest of your weekend? Like, did you do anything special? Um, Memorial Day weekend? What did I do? Um, I went live a couple times. Um, I DJ'd live yeah dj live man i think that's all i really did as far as i can remember you so. said you was trying out some new equipment man what you what you got oh yeah man yeah man like i got uh i went from my new mark to uh, a pioneer man it has a lot more things i can do now so y'all y'all be ready dj j nice aka my name is not dj covid is it's gonna be doing some things, doing some things in the new near future. So hit me up for all you uh, baptisms, bar mitzvahs, et cetera, et cetera, when the world opens up. All right, cool. Well, so Willie, how was your um? What you been up to? How was your Memorial Day? No, we quarantined as fuck over here in Maryland. Well, people that pay attention, but people that listen. I mean, the beaches were full. Ocean City was full as fuck. A lot of people got out and did their thing, but we just stayed in the house, man. I mean, I barbecued. I mean, I'm not gonna stop that, but you know what I'm saying? Just. Chilling at the crib with the family, kicking the grill out, having a good time. That's it. And what did you smoke on that there grill? <laughs> uh, burn-ins, uh, well, brisket. So I did burn-ins with the with the point and uh, just regular brisket with the flat. Uh, I was gonna do some slabs, but I got tired. So fuck that. All shit. right. Uh, so all right. So you just gonna do say that shit like that, like <laughs> what? Burn, say that what? again. What in layman's terms? You did the well yeah, with the point and the well with the flat. Brisket has two pieces that sit on top of each other. It has a point and a flat. The flat is the flat part you usually see that they slice. The point is the part that's on top. It's real fatty. You take that off. You cube it. You like drizzle it in like honey and barbecue sauce and stuff like that. It's like meat candy. But if you ever see that chopped up in cubes, that's typically burn-ins, which are delicious. It's mana from heaven. Definitely delicious. Chick used to call me meat candy at one time, but that's a whole other story. Go ahead, Will. There's a spot down the street that makes vegan beat um, burnt ends. Nope. Nope. Not a thing. It's not a thing. 
They delicious though. Burnt ends. What I mean, what what are they? Next time I don't know what they are. Next time you land, I'll get you some. They good. It's like, probably tofu. It's probably it tofu thrown in there. No, it's not tofu. It's not tofu. Tofu is nasty. Tofu is nasty. Yeah. Tofu. Yeah. Tofu tastes like whatever you put it in. No, mm, mm, I, I, I can agree with that because I put it in a um, styrofoam box, making a salad and lunch. I thought it was chicken, and that shit tastes like the styrofoam box. Yeah, like, <laughs> tofu literally tastes like paper towels. That's how tofu tastes like without anything on it. They had fixed that salad up so fucking raw and beat into that shit. I'm like, what's wrong with my chicken? That shit was not chicken at all. It just tastes like I had to go make a whole another new salad and paper. Yeah, tofu is trash, though. I don't. I don't believe in tofu. Hey, you make you make it some shit called tempeh. It's like a textured, um, a textured wheat. But it, it, it good. It's good. They smoke it and they put that shit in some some good sauce and some honey and shit and toss that shit. That shit no. delicious. That's no, sure, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we, y'all in Orlando, we'll, we'll go get a. No, plate. we won't. No, we won't. Next time, I'm the, next time I'm in Orlando, I want some seafood, nigga. Like, let's get some. Right. Orlando won't be in Yeah, we go. We go to the seafood spot, too. That's cool. Take out to the vegan seafood spot. Right. <laughs> straight, straight from the airport. Got in next lighting now, we got that fried white bread. Right. <laughs> you know, fuck. I'm going to kick your ass. Okay. <laughs> Chilled out, the fish fry. Uh, oh, shit. Kind of fish? Whiting. Uh, I like my fish like I like my women. Whiting, shrimp, <laughs> uh, sea scallops. Mm. Oh, sounds wonderful. Yeah, definitely was good. Was good. Just good. chilling, man, laying, laying low. And the weekend went by like super quick. I don't know why that was. I, I did a fairly good job of getting everything out of my desk last week in preparation for the weekend, and all of a sudden, like, I'm just back chalk folks up. No, they working the shit out of us. We talked about this already. Like, yeah, I feel like they just increased the work like threefold at least. So, I don't know. It don't matter. That shit gonna just keep on coming. I'll tell you what I did do this weekend. I took um, half of a uh... 15, I guess, was a milligram Adderall. Mm. That shit did nothing. Nigga, I fell asleep and woke up hungry. So I guess I need a, a, a higher boys. dose. So I got, I got, I got one fifteen left that I'm trying to take the whole thing and see. I think that I run on like Adderall energy at all times anyway. So I don't think, I don't know. We'll see when I take the 15. What happens? Adderall's I'm supposed to keep y'all posted. No, it's supposed no. to keep your ass awake. That's what I'm saying. But it didn't work on me. But it's probably going to happen like I did when I was first trying out weed and then I ate that big brownie and almost died because I thought I was immune to marijuana. So we'll see. I might go act stupid, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Keep y'all posted on that. I got a brownie from Terica. I've been eating that brownie for like the past week. Okay. Can All right, Feds. Right, can Just name dropping. Can, no. I get, can I get a care package? I'm in college. Can I get a care package? Chef, Chef Six Nine. Yeah, I'll um, I well, I'll ask because like I guess you, I guess you're trying to make um, make bake goods, so you know. You know what? Fuck it, I'll ask. You know what? I'll ask. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, it's like you know, it don't matter. I think they're trying to get their business off the off the ground. So 
support black businesses. Hey man, we tired of looking at your dick on, on, on the water. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the second time in a row. Are you not supposed to be doing the podcast tonight? Like, are you sneaking? Because every like, at least if you like put your laptop down, they get like twisted to the right or left, like you go a straight crotch shot. Am I? Yes. Yes. Real? Oh, I didn't know it did that. I thought it was going. That's what we said last time when his mouth <laughs> oh my like that was so many so much wrong with what you were doing and you were like no it wasn't i was like no nigga it is no, well, that, that was rude that my, my fault okay this so um the entire fucking my um my weekend was straight too but anyway so okay the big thing that happened this weekend was niggas went were outside as fuck like so i mean i think it sounds like the consensus from the group is we all pretty much stuck to our guns, stayed at home, did the things, that, did what we were supposed to do, basically. But, I mean, I've seen videos of full-ass, cracking-ass pool parties in Atlanta, Houston. They had a big-ass pool party at Lake of the Ozarks. Like, niggas was kicking it. Like, so, what What was your take on it? I mean, I'll share mine real quick. I think it's going to be a bunch of sick niggas in two weeks. I mean, I think... There's definitely about to be a bunch of sick niggas in two weeks. I mean, honestly, a week. I think now is the time that you'll kind of know. But I think people like got the results out quick so they could go ahead and go to phase one, one and a half, or whatever your city has, just to go ahead and open up a little bit. But I got a feeling we're going to be right back to phase zero or whatever the fuck it is real soon. But I mean, I think we're just at a point now where people just don't give a fuck, man. It's People have been in the house too long, and I think people are ready to roll the dice with death. I don't think people give a fuck if they get coronavirus or not. I think that's just where we at. I mean, it was crazy because people were not only out, like, they was out, out. Like, we saw, like, videos of, like, niggas, like, punching policemen in the mouth and shit. Like, niggas is out here, like, all the way out. Not only did we, not only are people coming out the house, they fast forward, all, forwarded all the way to, like, July 15th. Like, we're in the middle of summer now. That's how, that's where niggas are in their fucking head. Niggas playing, playing catch up? Yeah. It's like, niggas been in the house for so long, it was all, it was all bent up. So now niggas, like, Fuck it. Yeah, you ever you know, like when, like you're the last nigga to get to like a house party and you sober and everybody else is drunk. So nigga, you like you're like nigga, I gotta fucking catch up. So then you do like three shots and make yourself three drinks and drink them all back to back to back. And then when it, the clock uh fucking clock strikes twelve, nigga, you the most fucked up out of everybody, nigga. That shit yeah. never ends well. So I think that's what niggas out there doing. Like, oh, nigga, we missed a whole month. Let me make up for that fucking month or two months. I have a long niggas been quarantined and go, like, full throttle, maximum extreme. I was looking at a video of a pool party in Houston, and the, vi- and the video started with a nigga's nose deep in some motherfucker's ass. Like, like this girl didn't know the girl. The girl was just happy to be because she's outside and didn't care the nigga's nose was in her ass. And it was just a lot of flagrant shit, like, everywhere at that pool party. It had to be, like, a, a solid thousand people in a very, very small, small space. It's like they had it at a hotel pool, which, you know, hotel pools don't be, like, huge. It wasn't a resort. Niggas is losing it. Amen. be a bunch of sick niggas. I know what y'all need to be careful, though. It's a lot of, um, motherfuckers be looking good with their fucking, uh, mask on. So y'all watch out for that, um... <sighs> It's a lot of masked, fine motherfuckers out here. And if you're not that attractive, you might want to go out more with your mask on, like because big mask, when you can big o- jump. when you can only see like 
the eye part and you got like a pretty decent body, niggas be looking like, damn, you see, you know what I'm saying? Motherfucker straight. And then by the time, and you know, y'all get on FaceTime, the nigga might already be into it. I mean, it goes for niggas too. If you, you know, if you kind of hard on the eyes, man, keep your, keep your hat on and your mask on, man. And just dress nice. So it's a, it's a lot of that going on, I see. Better ask to smell that bitch mask. A lot of COVID hollering. <laughs> I mean, holler at you. Get that mask on. I see your black mask. Say, 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 say red mask. Red mask. Slow up. Say red, red mask. Thing is, some niggas be cockeyed. That shit um, be highlighted <laughs> more because all you can see is that cockeye. Like, what percentage of niggas do you think are cockeyed? I am. I didn't know. I was looking at the, so I put my mask on um, the other day, and I was looking at myself in the mirror. I was like, this is a good mask. I'm going to take a selfie. <laughs> I was a little bit closer, nigga. I was like, whoop, that left eye. That left eye ain't straight. <laughs> it's cool to be self-deprecating with your friends. But no, that shit wasn't cool. I was just like, you know, and that's what you notice. So, because all you can see is the eyes, and that's the focus at this point. Um. I'm not gonna have anything to worry about. No one's gonna be worried about my motherfucking ass. But that shit was that shit was fucked up. And but you do see people, and and it, it's it's like a mysteriousness to it. Like I was at TJ Maxx the other day, and the lady at TJ Maxx had her mask, and she was so nice. I was like, you look so. I, I was like, I bet them teeth is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Because you just don't know. I had to think of the worst case scenario. I wonder how much kink, how much mask kink has gone on, like. Are people fucking with their mask on? <laughs> have I'm you seen sure. the um the COVID porn? On um videos, they have. have it. They got it. Like if you go, if you go, like put quarantine in the search hub, um you'll you'll get quarantine like sex. Like it'll be motherfuckers just like in mask fucking. They don't be no head or nothing, but they they be fucking. Up. Okay. Yeah, you know something to you know if you want to look into that shit or whatever. Um, but yeah, so it sounds like everybody was back in, stayed in the house. I guess we move on to verses. So I know one of the highlights for the weekend for some people, um, they had a couple of versus battles, um, on, I guess we could start, we'll start with Beanie Man versus Bounty Killer. So, um, Beanie Man, yeah, yeah, for sure. Had, um, had they battle on Saturday and honestly, I do not like dance hall for real. Like I'm, I'm a fake fan. Like when I was a kid. Like in college or whatever, I only wanted to hear it because you know that's when you could really grind on somebody. And then the fake um, Caribbean girls would go for it real extra hard, so that was cool. But it was never really my thing. But it was really good. It might have been the best verses. I mean, just in terms of like the quality of the sound, that shit was hype as fuck the whole time. It was freestyle. It was real cool. But um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Are you gonna tell us how you're Bahamian first before we get into it? I mean, I didn't want to go into that because. I mean, the fact that I, I mean, I am part Bahamian, uh, which I found out uh, fairly recently. Uh, I should be because of my people and whatnot, and I should be able to wear tight t-shirts. But, um, you know, I, um, I just wanted to, I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was, but it ain't like I'm going to start listening to, to reggae or dance hall, like on my own, like chilling at the crib or nothing. At least you can go to a flag party, man, and like rep. Like the Bahamas with a flag, right? With the, with the, yeah, my homeboy gave me a flag actually, so I'm pretty excited about it. You got like one of the fishnet tank tops, like one of the the fishnet black. 
No, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get the, the tank top. I think that's like if, if you're actually on the island and you're visiting family or whatever, and you want to go to the beach. I think you wear that in the shorts uh, with the flip flops, but not on some chill shit. I think here and this, not the. Like, I hope we don't lose our Caribbean base. I can wear the tight t-shirt with the tight jeans and the white sneakers and be cool. I think that's. I think that's the Steeler here. I don't know. I know them niggas um, had on a Gucci pant. They they shared a Gucci suit. It looked like um, Bounty Killer had on the um, the Gucci blazer, and Beanie Man had on the Gucci slacks. So what's is, sweeter, know, the tops or the bottom? Pause. But what's sweeter, like the tops <laughs> or the bottoms? <laughs> the jacket was hard. I think the it pants depends. Kind of it depends on the weather. <laughs> True. <Don't> you? <laughs> yeah, but um, what did y'all watch it? I actually did not get to see this one, so I don't have a lot to say, but I'm sure it was great. Everybody loved it from what I heard. Oh, man, that shit was awesome, man. That shit, it was high energy. Um, it was... Um, well, high energy or high energy? Both. Okay. And he said the sound was, like, the best thus far because you could hear the track clearly and you could hear them rapping or... Uh, Whatever, sing, rapping, whatever the uh, reggae people do, reggae on the mic clearly. And then the police came, and this nigga beating, ma- <laughs> this nigga beating man like check the police, like, like, what you doing? No, five hundred. Uh, sorry for my bad Jamaican accent. It's five hundred thousand people on the fucking thing. Don't you want to be that guy? Like you want to be that guy? You know what I'm saying? And eventually, I guess the niggas left. Like, nah, we not stopping, and like kept this shit going. And eventually the police left, so that was that was a treat. But yeah, man, it was one of my favorites, if not the favorite. Okay. What did you think about five thousand? I didn't. Uh, I don't <laughs> fuck with you. So uh, okay, the next one was uh, on Monday. They had one twelve and Jagged Edge. Uh, we we were excited about this one. I remember at one point. Uh, I think we always like you know we we went to our factions. I'm obviously team one twelve. That ain't gonna change. Um, so I was really excited about the match. Then they said they were, they were canceling it um, because I guess 112 was having some sort of internal disputes. Or the, 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 the group's basically split into two different factions or whatever. So um, <clears throat> we got who we get. We got Slim and Duran. I don't know. I never knew who the other nigga was. I couldn't recognize his face because he didn't say shit. There's Slim, Duran, Q, and Mike. Yeah. Okay. So it was Mike and was it Mike and Slim? It was Mike and Slim. Yeah, okay. So, it was Mike and Slim versus Jagged Edge. Um, and all the niggas was drunk. It's never a good sign. Like, every time niggas been drunk doing verses, like, the shit didn't go right with the sound. So, the sound was terrible. Um, I think I think I stopped around round three or four because the sound was just so too stupid. I, I couldn't deal with it. So, I'm not really sure who won. Niggas said that 112 won. But I feel like it was a loss in in general because you know niggas really couldn't enjoy it. It definitely wasn't enjoyable. Like listening to music like um, Jill Scott and Badu sounds like definitely wasn't like Beanie Man and Bounty Killer because the sound was just so trash. Um, but most people say that one twelve one twelve one. That's what they said. I mean, I kind of agree with it too. Uh, I kind of agree that one twelve one. Um, but that's after realizing what people's criteria was. Realizing what people's criteria was for the verses, there's no way that Jagged Edge really could win. I mean, because 112 has all the bad boy behind them. So if we're going to get into production, 
we're gonna get into like songs that aren't even on niggas' albums and shit and features and shit. There's nothing Jagged Edge can do to compete with Bad Boy and fucking ninety six to two thousand. I mean, that's just that's no comp. Right. Um. So yeah, it was a lot of uh anticipation from a lot of people, mostly people from um Atlanta for this uh versus. I was I wasn't really into it because you know I know Jagged Edge only has five and a half hits. Um, so I if they were like going to six, I thought it was if it was gonna go to six, this nigga, it might be interesting. <laughs> but past six songs, man, it was be hella beat cut. So what you think, Craig? It was cool. That static was killing me, though. Like after about three rounds of that, I had enough, so I didn't stick around for the whole thing. But that was um a good time in music. I always, like I say, I'm always listening to older stuff. It takes me back to simpler times. So people got the impression that I don't like Jagged Edge, but I really do like Jagged Edge. Like I like their songs. They just don't have a lot of hits. And I posted that. Immature has more hits than Jagged Edge, and people thought I was making a joke. Like, hey, these niggas don't have a lot of hits. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, well, six hits. But I was just saying that Immature just has more hits, and them niggas don't get the flowers that they deserve for, you know, all all the music that they put out, nigga. So, so I, I, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. Um, thank you, thank you, Chef. I felt like Immature. Had all the sweet ass thirteen year old power ballads like they and did, it, and that shit was in your range, so you could sing constantly to a young lady and and kind of kill it because all thirteen year olds pretty much sound the same, right? Yeah, I do not believe that Immature had more hits than than Jagged Edge. I think the I think the charts will back that up as well. But I mean, it's not about Immature; it's about Jagged Edge versus One Twelve, and based on the criteria that people set for. There was no way that Jagged Edge could win, but I thought it was I thought it was a good show. What's this criteria he's talking about? No, my people's criteria was like, first off, niggas was like, oh well, this song was a better song than them. I'm like, but bitch, this is like Puffy missing you. This ain't even they fucking song. They just singing the hook on a on a on a Puffy song, a tribute song. How is that even a one twelve song? They're like, oh well, features count. Like, oh shit, we're bringing So Fly into it, like. There's so much that goes into that that has nothing to do with Jagged Edge. You know what I'm saying? Just because one nigga didn't go solo, that's like however many songs that don't even count. If that's yeah, the case, so if that's the case, if you count solo songs, then the if you count solo songs in a, in verses, then the Jackson Five is probably the greatest R&B group ever as far as verses goes. Nobody yeah, can I, fuck with the Jackson Five. Yeah, I agree. I, I, they shouldn't have put So Fly in there. I saw that on somebody's scorecard, and I was like, So Fly is not a one twelve song; it's a slim song. So, yeah, it shouldn't be in there. I think, I also think that, I mean, everyone's allowed to use features. They've been doing it the whole time, but the, like, 112 sang a lot of hooks. Like, it'd be like, if okay, if you put, like, Nate Dogg versus somebody. That's what I was about to say. Nate Dogg might be a top 10 R&B singer for using features. He would beat most people. (laughs) Like, so it it does, it does kind of. Danny Boy has a chance. Danny Boy up there. Shit, B-Lo might have a shot. Who the nigga in Do or Die? No, JP. JP might have a shot. Like. Moby Dick, man. <laughs> like. Uh, no, Moby Dick couldn't really couldn't sing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna give it to Moby Dick. 
<laughs> oh, this is maybe yeah. Moby Dick now. Thug singing is a whole separate genre, though. <laughs> Like, we need like to do Warren a thug singing versus. Them, they gotta be in. What about what about Tasha at the end of Thug is Rugged's Bone, nigga? Yeah, Tasha was like singing Tasha that fucking was, ass up. Yeah, that shit up. Cleveland was definitely in the house on that one. So, wait, wait, are, wait, they ever, yep. are they ever gonna Tasha, Tasha, right? And Tasha, Cleveland, Mercedes sang on. Uh, you ain't gotta say too much. Oh, yeah. oh that was Mercedes. Yeah. Pick up yeah. some Mercedes, man. Good I know Mercedes you. had a voice. Yeah, I mean, not like she blew that shit out the water, but that's my homegirl's cousin, so. I never knew if she was a singer or a rapper. All I know is she was bent over that car. Okay, yeah. Right. Right. I'm sort of just a now. So, um. Hey, did y'all see that video that old boy posted the other day about chicks with New Orleans accents? Yeah. Yeah. We gotta do a top five accents from from, from women. I think we did. Oh, oh we, we did, did the worst. Oh, yeah, we, we did the worst. worst. No, we did. We did like one. Like, what's your favorite one was? Who won? Uh, or like top three or something. But we definitely did it. Who won? You know, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a win. It was just like top three personal preferences. Oh, okay. I mean, it was something I think that everybody had in common, like New Orleans. I was about to say it had to be New Orleans. I like DC. I like DC too. I like DC. I like DC, New Orleans, and I like Houston. I was gonna say Houston also. Houston, I don't know what he's Or or a thick, you know like a thick country, like a thick Texas accent. Uh-huh. It's like, like, yeah, it's very distinct. Like a I mean, Houston, like a yeah. Houston, or like a, a San Antonio. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I have. San Antonio, like a lot of Mexicans, right? Say, I wasn't gonna get racist, so I'm glad you did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll always be your Huckleberry. Don't worry about it. We already about to get in that bag later, so we might as well warm up. Hold on, <laughs> not yet. Hold on, because okay. we're not done with verses yet. Um, still haven't have we gotten word about uh Bone and Three Six? Is that is that ever coming? It, so they, they canceled it and they never redid it, right? Yeah, they right. said they, had to, they were, they were going to let us know what the date is. Because they wanted to do it on a specific platform. Right, which that might just be something they were saying to them niggas because they changed their mind on them niggas. <laughs> because they literally just been doing the same shit they've been doing. Yeah, so who knows? So the ones I've heard coming up, like I heard that um, off the versus page, they're looking to have... Uh, TLC versus either SWV or or no, Escape. That can't happen. Let me tell you. That can't happen. S- SWV will blow both of SWV them out the water. SWV will destroy everybody. SWV probably just sing the shit Acapulco and and be done with them motherfuckers. So Thank you. Wait, wait a minute, not not wait a, wait wait one second. How, how they gonna how they gonna sing it? No. Uh, Acapulco. <laughs> right. Right. So now. <laughs> Goddamn. No, man, he did that on purpose. That doesn't deserve it. Right. SWV will blow TLC out the water. Vocally. Right. right? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's going to blow. I don't think it's going to blow Tasha them out the water. Yes, they well, will. But you, but you got to go by songs. Like, how many hits? They got better. Oh, well, well, if it goes by hits, if it goes by hits, then TLC is back in it. Because right. TLC got hits. They ain't got vocals. They ain't got vocals, but they got hits. They, that's what I'm you're saying. You're right. You're right. They don't have vocals, but. The SWV songs, like, we also think about, okay, how the Versus vibe also goes, where it's, like, about individual songs. Like, 
some of my favorite R&B songs are made by SWV. They could they could just rip them apart with their with right. Their songs. But you you gotta you yeah. gotta take yourself out of it and you gotta see what yeah. what songs had the most impact. So TLC has fucking waterfalls that won like six Grammys or some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like they got. They've got hits. It's just... So SWV doesn't have anything in their tool bag for Waterfalls and Red Light Special. Like that's two tracks right. that you can just put to Red the Light side. Special. They got down. No, 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 no. Right? They can. We we could beat Red we, Light Special. We not as not from a hit standpoint. Special. They don't have a they don't have a bigger hit than Red Light it's, Special. It's not about like, like the hit shit. Like as far as like how it, it fared like back in the day. We talking about how these songs go up against each other like. Right now, that but that's so subjective. It, like you could have been talking to a bitch when Red Light Special was on, and your opinion is completely trash. Like, but Downtown taught me that um, eating pussy is kind of cool, though. So I mean, so if you decided to be eating thing. pussy when Downtown was on, you're gonna think that Downtown is a better song than fucking Waterfalls when it fucking wasn't. That's why this criteria is fucking retarded. Like niggas, like you said, Red Light Special, though. Red Light Special is one of the one of the the biggest R&B songs that still played in rotations. Like Red Light like, Special was I, huge. I can I can I haven't heard Red Light Special nigga in yeah. nigga it's been years. A, I heard Red Light I, Special yesterday because it's in your shower mix. Nah, that's not in my shower mix. Rain's in most niggas' shower mix though. It is. <laughs> rain, rain is definitely not in my shower. Well, how's not in your shower? I'm not to say that ain't in no mix that I got. I'm, bitch, I'm not about to be in the shower, like putting my head in the water and letting the water run over my fucking head <laughs> with my eyes closed while rain is on. Bitch, I know you do that. I do. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't do that. I don't. I don't have that in my mix. That's not part of my shower. What else is always in one of my mixes? Fucking uh, John B. Uh, they don't know about us. It's <laughs> somewhere in, in some mix somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh. All they do yeah. the white the white man um versus have John B versus um Robin Thick. Cause that nigga John B only had like three years. Right. Robin Thick oh. had a pretty straight album. Right. Yeah. But going, but going by the TLC, TLC's music didn't age that well. It didn't. Their yeah, earlier the hits, like, Ain't Too Proud well. to Big is kind of straight. That aged well, like, the older songs. But, like, nobody wants to fucking hear, what is it? Was it No Scrubs? And she's like, nobody wants to hear that shit. Nobody wants to hear No Scrubs. <laughs> no Scrubs doesn't beat anything. Like, I feel like... T- no, no Scrubs does beat something. No Scrubs, got, no Scrubs got some run. I don't right. know if it would today. Well, no, nah, probably more so today. Yeah, probably more so today. I think yeah. No Scrubs would go if you played that shit at a barbecue. Motherfuckers under attack, so definitely get some run. If I were at a barbecue and I was DJing and I was in my TLC bag, I would be crazy, sexy, cool, and earlier. I would not go crazy. I would not go after crazy, sexy, cool. <laughs> I don't know what happened after crazy, sexy, cool. I remember, I remember, um, no scrubs and what was the other song? They had another song that was Jigaboo. No, Bugaboo or something. Anyway, they got futuristic they like everybody else did. I've been watching you. What didn't they have a song talking about watching? That was on crazy. That's on crazy, sexy, cool. cool. They got futuristic. Cool. They got futuristic after crazy, sexy, cool. Like every like Busta and everybody else. So they did have one song on there that was straight. That wasn't no scrubs. It was 
it was cool, but other than that, nah. I, I would say Crazy Things are cooler earlier. I need a fucking intern to like, yeah, I'll look it up right I'm now. I'm going to say, ain't that me? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the intern. So what is that? What are we looking at? Uh, After Crazy Sexy. Fan mail. Oh, they had Fair a song about Beautiful or something, wasn't it? I mean, you can't play it. Unpretty. Unpretty. Like, yeah. Unpretty. Yeah, yeah but, but Unpretty. I mean, you can play that at too, though. Anyway, SMBV is going to smoke. Empowerment message, but SWV is what they ask. Yeah, and, uh, so I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. I just don't. And I, 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 TLC. Okay, I think they're the easier get, but I do not think that SWV, SWV, SWV is about to just go and whoop Tosh in them ass because they got hits. I don't know. I mean, what Escape have? I mean, they do have some songs, but I think SWV still has more. How many do we say SWV has? Who can, has, I run to? who can I run to? Uh, understanding. Just just kicking it. Understanding. Understanding. Uh, you're my little secret. We done named about six already. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not like they're not like super sweet. Like I still think SWB got better songs. Uh Softest Place on Earth. Yeah, they got like five, six songs. I mean five, six six. Yeah. Oh, yes, Toss Place on Earth has a good song. That's pretty nasty. Never mind. Um, so the other one I think they were, they were talking about was A-Bond and JG versus UGK. So that is Hey, well, wait a minute. Going that back to that, if hooks count, if hooks and features count, then that means Escape gets credit for, like, songs that Tasha sang for Trick Daddy. <laughs> wait, Tasha sang songs for Trick Daddy? Yeah, like, she sang, like, who sang, uh, Thug Holiday? Thug Holiday? Trick that Daddy, Thug Holiday. Oh, that was Candy. Nah, that wasn't Candy. I like Trick Daddy, Daddy, Thug Holiday, featuring Tasha's God. Goddamn. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Okay. Candy sang <laughs> Mercedes. She did. She did. Yeah, So, so, eight ball. That didn't sound like her. Eight ball. I think it's like a rumor. Right, so they, they Bun B put on his page like go on his page tag fucking Swiss Beats and uh, Timberland and tell them that you know they need to go ahead and this is what the people want. So if you haven't done it, go ahead and do it now. I would say I fuck Timberland and Swiss Beats, cause bitch we UGK and a ball and ball and G like bitch we can do well we don't need your support to go do a fucking versus like they got enough fans to do their own fucking verses. Like we ain't on we ain't on fucking Timberland and Swiss Beats Internet. Like they don't own Instagram. Like bitch, do your fucking verse. Like don't go ask fucking Timberland and Swiss Beats to do your fucking show. Bitch, just do that shit. Like, I mean, that's niggas been talking about niggas be forgetting about the South and the South got something to say and all of that shit. Well, keep with your shit. Like, well fuck y'all. If y'all we, we shouldn't have to ask y'all for a fucking verses. Well Yeah, you're right. I, I would I mean, but with the verses comes a lot more publicity, and you probably get some other shit popping. You know what I'm saying behind it, and you might get a check or something. Who knows, man? But I feel like I wanted to be on verses because I don't think like just the regular listener or watcher is gonna watch it if it's just a ball MJG and UGK on their own little whatever they're doing. I, I wanted to be fucking five hundred thousand motherfuckers watching that shit too. 
But like, yeah, a, a motherfucker mean, who don't point, listen. I don't think they would get five hundred thousand people. To I, I mean, I don't think so either. But I think that's just what people did not listen to in the past. I mean, if you didn't listen to Ball and G and UGK when they when they was hot, I don't know why you would just go well, listen to that fucking shit now all of a sudden just because it's on verses. Some people will, granted, but right. That's what I'm saying. You'll have that fifty thousand people who do it just because it's on verses. Maybe that's why. So, I mean, do you just want to see a good battle, or you got to have a certain number of people? I'm just saying for them. I don't think they really have nothing to lose. I mean, they already got their fans. Worst case scenario, they pick up a few more new fans. And somebody just like, oh, what's this? Tune in. So, I know somebody reported the impact of Versus two or three weeks ago. Where they were showing like the different after the babyface and Teddy Riley when they posted it, so they were showing the differences in impressions for um te- babyface and um and Teddy Riley, and there was also an uptick in terms of their uploads of their albums too. So they get they they're getting residual like return in terms of like increased um album revenue from all the downloads and shit. So maybe that's the benefit. Maybe I mean it gives them a little bit more money in their pocket that way. I don't know. Um, any other things? Any anything else to say about verses before we um, get completely serious and um, and somber for the next thirty minutes or whatever? They should do a porn versus so Jasmine Cashmere can be crowned. So if you had to do porn. a per- so you put Jasmine Cashmere up against anybody? Yeah, that's your champion. Gotcha. Yes, that's I still my my champ. I think Naomi Banks still got her beat, but okay, I think she's. Uh, Hard nose vet. Is, is this pound for pound? Is this fucking? Is is head like? This is all around. That's all around. That's all. That's all around. <laughs> wait, what's pound for pound mean? He's like, wait, just top to bottom, like right. you got one pick. I mean, right. it's game seven. Who you going with? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. This is pound for because I'm passing. I'm definitely passing the ball to. Jasmine Cashman to take the last shot. Ooh, triple entendre. Right. I mean, that, y'all ain't even ready for that. That shit went over your head. All right. So we're gonna get into the sad portion of the um of the podcast. Um, obviously over the past uh couple of days, there's been a few incidents of note. So we're going to just go through them and discuss. Uh, so first thing on um first item. So. There was a bird watching, a man doing bird watching named Christian Cooper. He lives in uh, New York City. He was in an area of Central Park called the Ramble. He saw um, a woman by the name of Amy Cooper with her dog um, in the Ramble also. And I guess there's rules or stipulations around uh, dogs having to be leashed uh, when there. So I guess the man confronted her. And said you need to um, put a leash on that dog um, all while being on camera. And uh, that obviously escalated into a situation to where she threatened to call the police. She called the police, cried, and said the man, she was fearing for her life. <clears throat> and was scared the man was going to, to harm her. Obviously, it was a lie. So, um, the aftermath of this ended up, she ended up eventually losing her dog that she was choking the fuck out of the whole time on video. Uh, she lost her job with Franklin Templeton, where she served as a director of insurance of their insurance policies program 
and uh, what else? Ultimately, she was ostracized by 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 Americans, so you know, embarrassed and shit. So it was interesting. Um, that's what's happened. I know today, um, the bird watcher Christian Cooper, um, this man was on CNN saying, um, he feels terrible for it and asked people to stop making death threats against the woman who, um, ultimately, um, made death threats against his life. So thoughts. So. I'll go ahead and get mine out since I have a little bit of controversial opinion on it, as always. So, I won for and won against. So, against her, of course. I just think it's a fucked up situation in this country where it's it's commonplace and it's acceptable. To where if I want to get back at you or I want to hurt you as a white person, I'm going to call the cops because I know the cops are going to fuck over you. Like, that's that's a mindset based on history and so many incidents that have happened that I know as a white person all I have to do is say this and the police are going to come and they're going to fuck over you like without without even having knowing who's going to come or what they're even going to ask for you to have that level of confidence you know what I'm saying to even make that call that way and knowing the end result that lets you know off top that it's a fucked up it's a fucked up situation that we're in uh regarding law enforcement and criminal justice in this country um I Honestly, to me, that's the most perplexing one um, because it's it's the other ones are kind of more overt sort of racist sort of situations. This one is a little different, you know what I'm saying? Because supposedly the chick is a liberal or whatever, and I don't even know if it was even race-based. I mean, I, I, I don't know what the fuck Karen was thinking, but I do know that Karen feels that if she wants to win over a black person, all she has to do is call the authorities. You know what I'm saying? And that's a fucked up situation. That's systematic. You know what I'm saying? That's a systematic problem. And that's something that has to be fixed because that happens everywhere because that's an entire system that's broken. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's that's against her. But for her, I and, and I said this earlier and um, people didn't fuck with me, you know, given this particular opinion, but I don't fuck with and I talked about this with Beyonce, you know, people that were in the Beyonce hive getting mad and getting the chick fired and shit like that. I don't fuck with social media having enough of a voice to get people fired or ruin their lives. Um, and that goes for whoever this chick is, Amy Cooper or whatever. That goes for everybody. I mean, first off, she got doxxed, right? Doxing people is not cool, you know what I'm saying? Because the sword cuts both ways, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times it has nothing to do with proof. It has nothing to do with evidence. As long as there are enough people to influence or, you know, have enough influence with a product or something like that, they can make someone fire you. It doesn't matter if they're right or wrong. They have evidence. They tried or whatever the fuck it is. And that's basically what happened. She got doxxed. Somebody released her personal information. And then everyone took that personal information, found out who she worked for, and then pressured her employer to, to release her. And while the end result may be something that's acceptable because we agree with her being fired because it was a fucked up situation and she did fucked up shit. I don't agree with doxing people and I don't agree with that manner of that manner of retaliation because it's basically the mob. It's basically social lynching. And even though it's for us on this, on this instance, it's, it's great because she did some fucked up shit. It can easily be against us. You know what I'm saying? And if it were up to me, doxing would be completely illegal and we wouldn't have situations like this. And releasing someone's personal information online would be uh, an illegal offense, just as it should be a legal offense 
for someone to make a bullshit on the telephone and say, I need the police. A black man is threatening me. All right. Well, first of all, fuck that bitch. Second of all, um, a lot of times that's all we have. That's might be our only deterrent. Like a motherfuckers might not do some shit because they know they'll, they'll get fired or it'll ruin their life. So that might be our only retaliation. So I'm down with like motherfuckers getting fired and their lives being ruined because she could have called the police and, and, and it's the manner that she did it. Like she knew exactly what she was doing. Like she didn't want to be like, Hey, this black man, she called him an African American twice. I'm going to, I'm going to tell him that an African American. So she was cognizant enough to try to be, I guess, racially woke enough not to refer to him as black, but, but felt entitled enough to use the police as a weapon against him. And the fact that she did that, I, because the shit could have definitely take, taken a wrong turn. His life could have been ruined by the nigga getting shot and killed. And like, when you get to the end part, when she really tries to sound like she's being attacked, like, no, like, that shit is just, oh, it's just unforgivable. She's like, oh, come, he's fucking threatening me and my dog. You know what I'm saying? To try to get the police there. So you already are alarming the 911 caller and you're trying to get a quick response and if that's what they think is going on, that means they're going to be fucking uh, on fucking 10 when they get there. Guns drawn and we see what the yeah. fuck happens when that happens, you know? And this is a, a, a nerdy-ass Harvard nigga who wants to watch birds at 7 o'clock in the morning. So, nah, I can't... I, I, don't, I, I don't have any sympathy for a motherfucker whose life gets ruined. And I, I mean, I understand your point because, yeah, right now, it's good because it's on our side, but fuck, that's, I mean, again, like I said, I feel like that's that's all we have. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's my that's my point. Um, I'm I'm with y'all. I didn't. The part that I hated the most about the video was, like you said, like the inflections and stuff she used towards the end to imply that she was being attacked, and I'm pretty sure. I, touched on this before like a couple of years ago um there was a guy in my old neighborhood a black guy i never seen him before so i would guess that he didn't live there but he was he was doing something that caught my attention and uh indicated to me that he might have needed help or he might have been like heavily under the influence or even there was a small inkling that felt like he was kind of up to no good because of the area in which I saw him like between the houses and stuff but I was like well at this particular instant he's not bothering anybody and there were some apartments on the other side so maybe he's just cutting through or whatever but I really like wrestle with that because I was like if I make a call it's going to put him in imminent danger so instead I chose to kind of just like you know, pay closer attention and kind of notate what he looked like. If I hear something happen, I'll report it tomorrow type of deal. But, you know, basically that there's a certain sect of people that feel like they can just call on the cops at a moment's notice and use them as their own, like, personal militia against other people, in this case, black people. That's really, um, it's really a sad state of affairs, within our communities and in the country at large because it creates 
uh, distrust and it sows discord within the communities because, uh, I mean, that's cool. The lady can be, you know, she's a liberal, this, that, whatever the fuck she's supposed to be, but that shit was dead ass wrong. Like, there's no justification for that shit whatsoever. Um, if you don't want to be on somebody's fucking camera, stay inside. Like, my general belief is that if I'm not inside my house, I'm on a camera some fucking where. So, I mean, it's 2020. Yeah, do this filming and thank goodness he was because then it would have been your white-ass, high-pitched uh, voice inflection because I'm being attacked word against his. And, and I mean, he's going to lose that battle. Any of us, damn, they would lose that battle anytime because they're going to go back to the time in third grade where you got a referral and basically try to imply that you deserve the shit. So, <clears throat> um it's a higher power, and they, they they need to, it's a bigger problem, and they need to do something like, there needs to be some sort of charge or consequence. To Wood's point, in this particular case, I'm okay with her losing her job, because I would hate for that to be the person that I get on the phone when I call Franklin Templeton, like, are you really, you know, providing me with the best possible service? Are you really providing service in my best interest because I'm black? I really don't know. Like, you really need to be as objective as possible and just doing whatever to reach, help me reach my financial goals. So I'm kind of okay with it there um, in this case. But, you know, also locker room talk, barbershop talk, barbecue talk, chilling with your homeboys on a road trip in the car talk. You know what I'm saying? If people got a hold of that stuff, shit, podcast talk. You could be in a world of shit because you can spin stuff around kind of to make it however you want to and um that's that's just really unfortunate and like you say if you if it's good for one it got to be good for everybody and that's where the slippery slope comes in so it's 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 no right answer and it's not going to be a right answer because unfortunately it's always going to come down to somebody's supposedly objective point of view but the odds are stacked against a lot of people so i don't know unfortunately this is this kind of thing is going to continue to happen until there are consequences for the person making the bogus statements. Absolutely. I agree. Um, and the was statement, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it would be great if this was a crime, but I think it is a crime and no, it's just, but it's just a crime that no one really calls out. Like making false, false claims is a, is a crime, but you slap on the wrist. It's nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, like dealing in the reality of what it is, the mob is the best thing we have. Like we can't be a real mob because we'd be um, instantly murdered by the police. So a virtual mob is the best best alternative. I think is effective. Um, they find these people out and they and they and they go to their jobs and and she has a job where she works with people's money and like to five thousands um, point. Like you don't want those type of people working for you. You're not gonna look look out for the best interest of your customers. So, I mean, your clients rather. So, <clears throat> I I got the, the rationale as to why they fired her. I got the rationale as to why they took her dog. And I and I and I'm fine with it because, to J. Joe's point, we don't really have any other alternatives. Like it's not like a situation where, this is an abnormal occurrence. But fortunately, we have some we have a remedy for all of it and, it, and it's not going to be an issue. Like she's going to go to jail for, for making a false, um, false claim and, and it'll be, it'll be fine. 
this is our history in America. We've long had a history of in America with of of as black men dealing with the accusations of white women and white men retaliating because of their their innate need to um you know protect um protect fragility of the white woman. So I mean this has been a long time thing. Emmett Till, uh Rosewood, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It a the massacre in Akoi started like that. So it's like several times in our history where it was based on a he said, she said situation between a black man and a white woman, and it led to to death. So I have no problem with what this man did in terms of film and everything. I don't like the fact that he's like trying to like defend her. Now, I guess this turn the other cheek thing is just how motherfuckers roll. And I, it's not, I'm not fly with it, but, um, I guess that's just the wave now. But other than that, I feel like everything that happened was fitting and proper. But so would you say uh, you're an advocate of like cancel culture, which I feel like this falls under? I mean, I wouldn't say I'm an advocate of cancel culture as much as I'm a. You have to I'm, be. No, that's not true. It's not an all or nothing thing. I'm looking at each individual case. Like I think that's more pragmatic than just saying it's a like the answer is true to everything if you're for if you're for a situation where canceling people is okay then you are for cancel culture in in situations that benefit your point of view i mean so who's been so okay okay fair fair point that's not that that's like saying i'm not for murder until i find a nigga i want to kill but that doesn't make sense that doesn't make sense though (laughs) like like let's again looking at it case by case Looking at this situation versus, I mean, is there another situation that you want to compare it to? Well, let me ask you. No, I mean, it's cancel culture. It is what it is. Like, you just got to say, yeah, for cancel culture. Yeah, fuck it. I still think it's a case-by-case thing. I don't think it's as simple as saying, like, Does there exist? Okay, let me, let me ask you this. I'm, I'm going to give it to you in a logical, mathematical, sort of truth table sort of way. <laughs> is there a case that exists where somebody should be canceled across the spectrum of cases that can happen? Yeah, this one. Then you're for cancel culture. No, <laughs> that still that still doesn't. It's not even mathematical. I'm it is saying, mathematical. Like, it's. I, I still think it's a case by case sort of thing. I don't know how. As long as the case is in your favor, you're for cancel culture. It's not in my favor though. It didn't affect me, but it affected someone. It 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 it. it. Yes, man, it did affect you because you're you're pro her getting canceled because she's a white woman trying to call the police on a black man. Which you are against, right? So you did benefit because well, I guess if you have got, a you feel good that she got canceled. So well, I mean, benefit. I guess you could put it like that. I guess I guess I'm fine with it then. I mean, because I definitely think that she got what she deserved for sure. I mean, because what what's the alternative? There is none, and that that's what it comes down to. Like 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 you said, if there was another, if we lived in a in a fair and just world she would be arrested for making a false claim but but that that's not that would never happen so why why don't they arrest these people when this not arrest them but charge them whatever for like giving a false statement or whatever like why does that never happen i mean is it a situation where we don't want to deal with the paperwork or why it's not it's not worth it's their not time that. when they're white yeah you know what i'm saying it's just to be truthful, it's probably not. To be truthful, it's probably not worth anybody's time. One, because in many cases, in this case, it's not so much. 
But in many cases, it's hard to even prove that. You know what I'm saying? Like, was it false or was the person just incorrect? You know what I'm saying? It's hard to prove in that spectrum. This one, not so much. Secondly, the, the, the sentence for that is probably so fucking stupid. It's probably some shit like, you got to do eight months in prison. You know what I'm saying? And you can plead out and give a $500 fine. Like, that's... It's some bullshit. Like, nobody's doing 10 to 15 for a false claim on the phone. Right. Like, that's I mean, not happening. But it should still be something, though. Yeah, like, it should. It Absolutely. Is. Absolutely. Because so, I felt like when you're little, well, when we were little, and motherfuckers would cl- crash like 911 on a fucking payphone. Yeah, payphones did exist. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers, all the police show up, nigga, you going to jail. Like, it should be some shit. Like, like it's like no consequence. And it's on tape, but they, you know, like, I guess whoever I read, I don't, I don't know the chief of police or whoever the fuck does sheriff was like, yeah, we're not interested in pressing any charges. Like, but it's because of the situation and who it was. And it was a Karen or Amy, whatever the fucking name is. But they look at, it's kind of like white lies. You know what I'm saying? Like when white people do some shit, other white people be like, ah, oh, well, well, fuck it. It's not as demeaning as when a black person does it. So if we start playing on the fucking phone, you know what I'm saying? Like, it'll be a, a big be a big fucking thing oh i definitely played on the phone one time and um nothing happened to me i called the police on my friend because they wouldn't let me out of the car this was when we was in this is in dc i think i was drunk how are you oh i was oh. I, I was like 27 28 oh you were an adult oh i was drunk as fuck this is in dc <laughs> and we ride in the car it, it's 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 jay and so we ride with jay and first of all i'm so drunk i can't even find my fucking car i walked to the wrong club and got mad when they didn't let me back in because I had a band. It's like, bitch, it's not even the right club. So, anyway, they come and pick me up, right? And tell me to get in the car. And then they're like, we're going to we're gonna take you home. I'm like, no, nah, bitch, take me to my fucking car. I'm ready to go home. I'm, I'm going to drive my own car. I'm like, no, nah, man, you too drunk to drive. We're going to take you home. So, I called 911 on their dog ass and told them that they tried to kidnap me. <laughs> so, that nigga Jay definitely let me out of the fucking car, opened the door, said, get the fuck out. And nothing ever happened to me. I never had to pay a fucking fine. Nobody ever followed up for a false claim or nothing like that. So Did the police show up? No, nah, they didn't show up or nothing. They let the thing That's what I'm to say. That's innocent enough. Uh, no plan intended because nothing was really going to happen. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could probably tell that you were faded or whatever. And whatever, no big deal. But if you like, yeah, this motherfucker got a knife to my throat, gun to my head, whatever, this is the tag number, this is the direction we're going in, then they're coming with guns drawn and shit. You well, know I just said they kidnapped me, though. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> the fact that they never showed up kind of says that they didn't really even believe it. For but also, but also I, I don't know for a fact that they didn't, didn't show around. up. I didn't <laughs> stick around to find out. So, so did you drive home? Yeah, absolutely. Did you did you say it was they were African American man that were kidnapping you? Oh, I gave their names. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I said I said is this motherfucker and this motherfucker. They got me in the back of the car. They kidnapped me and they won't let me out. And I'm sure you sounded drunk. And she was like, "I'm not about to dispatch shit <laughs> for this nigga here." <laughs> right. Probably. That's what I'm guessing happened. Probably. Too. This back when fur was open too. I think I was at fur. I don't know, man. Like I said, like I think it's just a different. It's it's not it's not enough. So let's say she did get a slap on her wrist, and let's say this man gets detained by the police or or beat up. I mean, it's New York, it's NYPD. They they don't fuck with niggas. So she still wins. She still gets some sort of satisfaction because he gets fucked up. 
Well, he may or may not have gotten fucked up. You know what I'm saying? We don't know if he would have got fucked up. I mean, how many arrests are in New York City a day? We only see the ones where niggas get in bad situations. That's all we see on CNN is bad situations. So we assume the worst in most situations that every arrest is going to end in some bullshit. Or every arrest or the overwhelming majority of arrests can end in bullshit. But that's not the case. Mathematically, it's not the fucking case. But I mean, I think an arrest in and of itself is bullshit. Though. Oh, absolutely! Like absolutely. So that's enough. Like, but I we mean, don't know I, if you, we don't even know yeah. if he would have got arrested. Though. But why don't why don't they have to go through all that dumb shit we do? Like we get arrested and get these fucking citations and shit for less, then we got to take off a fucking day of work and sometimes hire an attorney and go to this meeting and take this class and get this certificate. You know what I'm saying? No man on the table. That shit uncomfortable. Then people will. Because right. right now, it's a free-for-all. Fuck it. I'm going to call and try yeah. to get you fucked up. Nah, you didn't get fucked up. Nothing happened to me neither. Whatever. We'll try to get tomorrow. You know? Like, yeah. people, I mean, people don't even, she did that shit without a second thought, and she laid out the whole blueprint for what she's she about to exactly do. She knew exactly what to do. She knew exactly what to do. Right. Right. Yeah, like, I mean, it was almost, it's a phenomenon. I forget what the name of it is but it's basically like where you go through a situation so many times in your head that when it actually presents itself like you just spring into action and that's exactly what it was like it wasn't like hey you know this guy's harassed me whatever like she that shit was calculated and she was expecting a certain outcome in the end and right you gotta make it. But, I mean, just make it uncomfortable. Well, people know that's gonna cost me five hundred dollars. Less people, are, people are gonna give that second thought, right? And now, and, and that's one thing that you could probably do. Like, bitch, now one one costs a thousand dollars, right? Right. Yeah. So all for uh, rip. I don't care if it happened right, wrong, and different guns, knives, nah, you can't whatever. Because that, that would deter niggas from calling nine one one. Well, but I'm just saying. Well, they already do that. <laughs> they already do that. In, in in PG County, they'd be like, "Bitch, call the non emergency number." Like, like 75% of all calls are all supposed to go to the non-emergency number. Like, don't fucking call here. That's basically what they say. But but like you said, like, she's probably gone over this shit so many times right here that she didn't even think about just being like, hey, man, like, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like a normal person. Like, a no, like what normal black people do when they're in that situation. Like. You remove yourself from the situation if you're feeling threatened, but again, you have these white people who feel like it's, it's systemic, and because of all the negative propaganda that's been fed to Americans, and not even Americans worldwide, that hey, white people are better than black people, and I'm white, I'm top of the totem pole, so who right. the fuck are you to tell me to follow the rules? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I have to teach you a fucking lesson. It's crazy that so at any given time, and this is the this is the racist part to me, right? At any given time, if I don't like what the fuck you have to say or the situation you put me in, all I have to do is exercise my privilege, right? And they can exercise their privilege at any fucking time, and that's exactly what you did. And it's like it's a big joker, like okay, all right, yeah, whatever. I don't you light away my dog is whatever, bitch, big joker. I'm calling the fucking police and I'm doing my white girl thing, and they expect the police to come for them, and that. That's not that's not the same racism from the the nineteen the nineteen twenties and thirties. It's all part of the same big it's pot. Thing. Nah, it's, it's, it's not. It's not exactly the same. It's not exactly the same, right? It because is. no, but no, no, no. What's, no. The, what's 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 the difference? 
No, because somebody can exert their privilege now, and really they don't have any sort of... It's not necessarily, I hate black people. It's just, I have privilege. And that's more so a, I am... That can be economical. That can be hierarchical. That can be class-based, where I'm better than you. That's not necessarily, I hate you. You know what I'm saying? There's there's a subtle difference in there, because that a lot of people now, they don't necessarily hate black people and think that they're better than black people, but they do understand that they have privilege and they don't want to let that privilege go, whether it's right or wrong. And you that that is something that's common amongst black people, Asian people, or whatever. When people have power and people have resources, they do not want to give that shit up. And they don't care if it's right or wrong that they do do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Go to the iPhone. Who all has an iPhone? We had an iPhone situation, what, however, a decade ago? Foxconn, niggas committing suicide. It's basically slavery. The niggas who are building iPhones. Who gave their iPhone up? Nobody gave their fucking iPhone up. And everybody knew that iPhone was doing, Apple was doing the shit that they were doing. They're basically killing people to make the phones that we have. But nobody's giving their shit up. This is my fucking phone. I love, I love my iPhone. It's the same shit. Nobody's giving up power. Nobody's giving up resources. And it's not embedded in hatred. I hate you. It's just the fact that I enjoy my comfort. That's human nature. Nobody's giving that shit up. That's different from 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago where it's like, I feel that all niggas should be dead and I want to kill all these motherfuckers. Let's go lynch them because they are the bane of our existence. It's a little bit no, of a different no, it was, conversation. It was, the only difference is then you could you could just have a lynch mob and kill kill innocent black people and not really have any sort of retribution or consequences. That's the only difference. Instead of the lynch mob, they just have a cop. You can just call the cops and they'll do it for you. It's It's really the same. No, it's not because a lot of those people were brought up. A lot of people were brought up hating black people. I don't feel. I don't feel that Amy Cooper hates black people. I don't. I don't think she does. I think she exercises her privilege Uh, because that's the weapon that she has. But I don't think she hates black people. Bro, she has to because (laughs) there was only really one real outcome. He's threatening me and whatever. That's uh, that's the buzzword. Like, my life was in danger. I was in fear for my life. I mean, she wanted them on his head. She wanted his ass beat at a bare minimum. (laughs) I mean, but but that happens, but that happens, that happens in domestic violence situations. A bitch fucking get mad at a nigga and say all type of shit to the police to get him hemmed up. That don't mean she hate that nigga. We talking about That's what people do when they want to win. That's what people do when they want to hem you up. In that scenario, nobody cares that my black ass is beating up my black ass wife or girlfriend or whatever. So at all, yeah, whatever. We're, I mean, we're gonna take you to jail, maybe, or tell you I'll to fucking leave. But yeah, but nothing is gonna happen. In most states, both um, niggas is not going to no fucking jail. It's the nigga that goes to fucking jail. There's very few states. I think Louisiana is <clears throat> one of those states where both of the motherfuckers is going to jail, or the or the wife is going to jail. But that, what I'm saying though is. That's quote unquote black on black, so nobody really cares. Is that even if that's no, but it's no, but it's the dynamic. It's the dynamic. Is- the woman, when she is in a situation where she no, when she wants to pull her car and exert her power, she will do that shit. Fuck it, I'm gonna call the fucking police and they're gonna take your black ass to fucking jail. And then that nigga will go to jail, and he may not have done anything. It doesn't mean that she hates that nigga. Yeah, she's a bitch. And uh, she's doing some they're fucked not, up shit. She might want the police but they're they, they not coming with guns drawn and shit to come get me for jumping on my girl. You see what I'm saying? Well, depending like, on where you at now. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, they 
that's you, you probably not the approach. Yeah, I mean, you are in some... You, because DV, DV is where they get fucked up the most. DV is where cops end up losing their life, losing their fingers, and getting fucked up. Because they niggas in the love triangles. Correct, I'm with that. But think about it. I mean, and of course, we, we can't see into every single individual case. But when you look at cops, live PD, that kind of stuff, how often do they show up with guys? That was an accident. Sorry about that. How often do they show up with guns drawn or whatever? Most time they walk up like, hey, what's going on with you guys tonight? Oh, okay, he been drinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, they kind of be taking it easy. That shit the other day, that old girl tried to pull, they was coming, like, to get some shit settled. Like, it wasn't coming to ask questions. Yeah, it wasn't. No, I agree. So I, I agree, but that's not I, that's not the point I'm trying to make. That's not the point I'm trying to make. What's but I'm point? saying you, you have to have some hate in your heart somewhere to essentially be serving somebody up on a platter to potentially get killed. <laughs> like, yeah, it's we know how it's going down out here, yeah. And you're calling out the caste system, Wood, and I think that makes sense, but we do have, we're in the in the lower caste, and the problem with it is they don't care about how much money you make, or what position you have at your good job, or what part town you live in, the quality of your home. They all, our caste is our color. This uh, man went not, to fucking I, I, Harvard. I, I, but the thing is, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> but the thing is, I'm not disagreeing with that. That's not. That's not. That's not what my point is. So, I'm, but but you but you you talked about like you referred to like castes and roles in society and shit like this. The man who she called, she was about to have killed by the police, um, has a Harvard education and he's a he's a um an author. Like it wasn't like he wasn't like a a, a slum, like some sort of like random nigga. Like he he mm-hmm. was doing things. I agree with that. And it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter at all. So it's rooted in what she perceived him to be based on how he looked and his skin color. That's all it was. And she, she set that up based off of his race. And she had an innate hate, hatred for that and was like, I'm going to get this nigga killed by saying all the sweet buzzwords. I'm going to cry. I'm going to say I'm in fear of my life. And he's African-American. Okay. That's the trifecta. Okay. You're going to get an A on the test nine times out of ten. Speaking of more shit we don't like, so um, rest in peace to George Floyd. George Floyd was, um, so I guess he was friends with um, Stephen Jackson, but he was a resident of Minneapolis, Minnesota. He got, um, they were try- attempting to arrest him for forgery, and in the arrest attempt, um, they restrained him. They pulled him out of his car, restrained him, and, and the police officer um, choked him by Putting, placing his neck on his carotid artery, leading to his it's eventual knee. death. His knee. Oh, wait, what, what? You said his neck. Put his knee. You oh. put, his knee, put his neck on it. Oh, shit. That, that don't make no sense at all. Put his knee on his neck, blocking his carotid artery, and um, leading to his eventual death later at, um, at a local area hospital. Uh, we've had, so we've been doing the podcast for like three years at this point, and when we started, it was like during the midst of when they were really, when they were doing a lot of police brutality, was like really amped up. Someone said, like, this is like an election year thing. And I'm starting to think that was an election year when we started, right? I think so. Uh, maybe. Sure. Uh, my memory be bad. No, yeah, I think it was because we were talking about Trump's going to win. I feel, yeah. It was around the same time when we first started. And, um, yeah. So, I don't, and I don't know how that tied or correlates or anything, but um, I know people were just saying that, but. So, um, aftermath is at this point, um, the people who 
the officers involved in the, in the um, in this murder execution um, have all been fired. Um, but I know there's been a delay, I mean, and the mayor of Minneapolis asked for them, asked the district attorney to reach out and start prosecuting um, the officers. And there's Who been is no a black response. man and a family graduate. Who the the mayor of Minneapolis? Oh, I thought you said oh, George Floyd was a family graduate. I'm gonna be like, the mayor of Saint Paul. Oh, my mayor bad. of Minneapolis, um, a white boy. But, um, but, uh, yeah, boy Troy is the mayor of Minneapolis. (laughs) But, so at this point, they've been fired, and that's about the extent of it. Um, so I have a lot of thoughts, but I mean, what are y'all's initial thoughts on another uh, execution of a black man by the police? No, you, no, you go first. You return serve every time, nigga. You go first this time. Yeah, so um, my feelings are, um, yeah, it's far for the course. I mean, I know we talked about this a few weeks ago. I don't, I don't have a solution. I just think this is, this is a, it's traumatizing. It makes for a bad day if you're black, um, and it's, it's sad in general. I know that they had um, protests yesterday, and the police responded with, with pellet gun with the little rubber bullets and, and tear gas and. And flash bombs and shit, which seems a bit extreme considering the fact that I saw a f- earlier in the same month uh, white folks storming uh, Michigan, like the Michigan Capitol building with, with rifles and shit and, and automatic weapons. And nothing happened to them. So, I mean, that's disheartening. Um, it's disheartening to see uh, this people kind of just posted in front of the man's house. I think that's strange. I don't know what, I don't know the, the, the purpose behind it. I, I think people just don't know how to properly respond. So it just ends up just a lot of hurt and confusion. <laughs> I mean, I think people want, want to see justice and, but don't expect it. So, I mean, those are my general thoughts. I mean, I don't have anything constructive in terms of what I would like to see because I don't want to <coughs> go to jail. Um, once again, I got, I got two points of view on it. Um, and I forced myself to have the other point of view because I can't, I can't experience these moments in time without taking something from it. Right. Cause or, or else it feels, or else it feels empty. Um, cause I told you guys about the situation I had where I was having nightmares and shit like that, where, I mean, there is trauma, whether, whether you believe it or not, people can't brush it under the rug or whatever. There is trauma associated with these sort of things. And, I think it's fucked up. I think it's persistent. I think it's consistent throughout the history of the United States where police are brutalizing the citizens, one, brutalizing people of color, secondly, and more importantly. Um, and that's just something that just goes on and on. And there's no, there's been no solution. There's been no proposal. There's been no plan to say, hey, let's stop this, right? And I'm like, damn, I mean, it's one thing to... It's one thing to like, okay, we see this and we acknowledge it. It's another to see it, acknowledge it, and nobody even says, okay, well, here's my five-step plan, right? I mean, hell, even Joe Biden, who came out with the Lift Every Voice and Sing plan, it's not, it's not political. I don't even know what the fuck he said to even stop this fucking shit. Like, is there anything in there? I mean, you could take George Floyd out. Like, move that to the side. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are the steps to solve this problem? You know what I'm saying? And you have money in the community, that's great, an SBA program. 
What are we going to do to stop police officers, law enforcement officers from killing people of color? And nobody's come up with that. So that that upsets me because it's just, okay, if we're not going to do anything about it, why do you keep showing it? Because we're not going to do anything about it on the left hand, but on the right hand, we're going to keep showing people of color getting killed in the streets. And I think a lot of people correlate that with, well, if, they keep, if we keep showing it, they're going to do something about it. And hopefully that's the end result. But I also can't help but think you keep showing it because it traumatizes a particular subset of the population. Because the truth, truth be told, black people are not the only people that are brutalized by the police. We are brutalized by the police in an overwhelming proportion of the society. That's the fucked up part. But police are fucked up across the board. They're fucking up Asian people. They're fucking up white people. And they're fucking up disproportionately black people. And it's a police problem. And it's also a race problem because that's where the disproportion comes from. But why are you only showing black lives being brutalized and killed in the streets? Like, that that projects trauma on a specific subset of the population. I read us. And I'm saying, and they keep showing that over and over again. And it affects us. I mean, that's the that's the secondary damage. You know what I'm saying? Because they choose what they want to put on the air. So not only are you killing us in the streets, but you're also, I mean, it's somewhat mental, psychological warfare to traumatize and get PTSD to an entire race of people. And that's why now, and even in the past, I said, I have to practice mood management because I can't watch this shit over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to keep showing it over and over again. I think a young man just died in New York not too long ago. They just shot him or some bullshit like that. They showed that. They're going to keep showing this over and over again. And if they're not going to have a solution for it, it's only going to further deteriorate our mental state. And that's just the second auxiliary attack on us that's secondary to killing us in the streets. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's fucked up. I mean, like Wood said, it's traumatizing, man. Um, And the more that it happens like the more i guess man helpless niggas feel you know what i'm saying i think like you said we've been talking about this since the beginning of us starting to record the podcast and it seemed like every couple weeks we had a new police brutality story and you know what i'm saying got to the point where it was like damn are we gonna talk about this because we just talked about one last week and you know it's just a downer. We were starting every podcast with fucking police brutality. So, I mean, it's fucked up. And, I mean, I, I don't know I don't know how you stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're like the biggest gang. You know what I'm saying? And if in their unions or whatever they're in, like, they don't have to, like, the bad, the good cops don't call out the bad cops. And, I mean, it's just going to just keep happening. Because they have the courts on their side. You know what I'm saying? It's like my word against police word, a police officer's word, they're going to take the police officer's word. You know what I'm saying? So that's just how it is. And I don't, I don't know. I, it It's like with Trayvon. And you know what I'm saying? It's just the same shit over and over. These niggas, yeah, because of, because of, because of so much pressure coming from society, they're going to charge these motherfuckers. And they'll have a trial. And these motherfuckers will be found not guilty. And then we'll, they'll just stay fired and probably collect a pension. And that'll be that. And then it'll be the next one. And then we'll all be sitting here running 2.23 miles. And 
I can't breed shirts. That's you know how fucked up it is that you don't even have to make a new shirt. You can take your old ass I can't breed shirt and put it back on, and it's it's the same shit. Like no, that it's it's just amazing that we that we're still here, and the only people that give a fuck about it is us. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shannon Sharp made a great suggestion where he said that the the civil action, not necessarily the criminal action, should 100% come out of, not individually and not from the city, but should come directly out of the police pension funds. That way, everybody has skin in the game. Hell yeah. Bitch, if somebody kills somebody, it affects your retirement. Right. Right. Yeah. That's... That's a wonderful idea. It really but is. It won't happen because unions, unions, yeah. right? And they have the fucking politicians in their fucking back pocket. So it's nobody to enforce anything on the enforcers. So we're fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, we do realize that this whole thing is built on this house of cards of loopholes. Like I say, unions, people can be caught dead ass wrong when they're in the union. So you're at least going to get one do-over normally. Like you're going to get one fucking mulligan just because you're in the union. Same thing with like going to court. You get off on some kind of technicality or some kind of stupid ass loophole. And I think we just need to be smarter about that kind of stuff and try to close up some of these gaps in the legislation and stuff. thing to is, to close gaps in legislation killed someone else years ago i mean i'm sure everybody i mean he's 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 a known racist you know what i'm saying yeah. and like i'm sure everybody i'm sure he makes nigga jokes in the fucking squad car you know what i'm saying like people know who the type of motherfuckers you work with you know what i'm saying but it's like all right well he's on my side so i'm just gonna let him do what the fuck he does what type of fucked up behavior he has yeah. like it's just it's just crazy that it's a picture circulating of him squishing a blackberry, and I think it was like the black of the berry, the sweeter juice, some shit like that. And then you have a side by side picture of him putting a knee on a black man's neck, like, and and three other officers sitting there just watching him do the shit. Like, it's all good. Like, the shit has to stop. Going but, back to the legislation how? comment, though, just for to want to get too far away from it, you have to vote locally. Yep. Joe Biden. No matter what he says in his lift every voice and sing package or whatever, Joe Biden can't do shit for you when it comes to state police, county police, city judges. police, judges, DAs, so on and so forth. He can't do nothing for you. You have to vote locally. You need to know as much about these niggas who's running for sheriff, fucking state's attorney, all this. You need to know as much about them. Attorney general, I guess is what it is. State's attorney. You need to know as much about them as you know about Joe Biden. Uh, Kamala Harris and so on and so forth. If you don't, you're just gonna pencil in niggas and the shit, same shit gonna keep going. Go ahead, JJ. I'm sorry. No, I mean I was done with it, and that's the truth, man. Until you know that shit, like, and the and the local elections are so important because that really like affects your money too. You know what I'm saying? Like they had a whole the last election had something about fucking Airbnbs in the city and what type of tax they should have to pay and you know should the tax be put on the airbnb owners or should it be uh 
on the people that are staring at shit that fucking affects my pockets. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to know about shit like that and the motherfucker who who you're electing. So, I know black people hate to talk, hate to even really be in politics because we've been brainwashed to thinking that it doesn't matter who we vote for because it's going to be against us anyway. But it's always better to have the lesser two evil. If that's your, if that's your thought process on, on the whole thing. And Minneapolis fucking police have been fucking trash. Because I remember, I forgot who the fuck played on the Timberwolves that pulled the, the NBA player over because he was sitting in his fucking car. They had him get out the car and stood on the nigga's ankle. And then one of the other fucking police officers was like, hey, ain't that fucking whoever the hell, whoever. And then they want to be like, oh, man, yeah, well, you know, we didn't know what you were doing. You said, no, Minneapolis is starting to sound trashier and trashier. I seen a, a fucking video today of a white man in a fucking, uh, I think a shared workspace gym, and he calling 911 on, like, three black dudes. They're like, no. Like, the shit, and the, the fact that the shit is always, like, back to back to back to back. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, that shit is, is fucking draining. I still haven't watched the whole video of, of, uh, of the cop killing dude, man. Like, I, I didn't even. I don't, I don't watch those videos. I didn't, I didn't even like click on it at first, but then I think one time the shit just played and I saw the beginning part. I was like, I don't, I, I mean, I know how it ends, so I don't have to watch it. But the shit is just, oh, like, fuck. And it, and I think like the the, I don't know what's worse. Well, I know what's worse. I know the, the black man dying is worse, but the black man dying and then absolutely nothing happening about it is it's just almost as bad. As it. And I think that's what the draining part is for all black people because we see shit since again Rodney King, where you have it on tape and like nigga like Stevie Wonder can see that this nigga is hella out of order and that he is murdering a black man, but somehow in that fucking court of law they're gonna white people are gonna put themselves in his situation and see his point of view and he resisted and. You know, blah, blah, blah. I did everything that the fucking handbook says to do. And and, and they're going to get off. Or fucking slap on the wrist. That should be funny, too, to your point where when these cases come around, it's always, like, the same handful of stages, like, leading up to, like, oh, what was the gen- what was the uh, race of the people or whatever. So then you get that, and you're like, man, I hope they don't get off. I hope they get charged. You know what I'm saying? Then you get that and it's small victory. And we have to see this shit all the way through to the end where pretty much a black person, once you're in the system, you ain't coming out that bitch. Like, that's it. You know, so that takes a toll too because you have these cases where, oh, grand jury reviewed it. We don't see an issue. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what are y'all looking at? And that's... That also compounds the issue because of, you know, the emotional toll that takes. Yeah, so, I mean, so I had a quick question. So, I think we all agree this has an effect mentally. And, I mean, even the displaying of of his death, like, it's done to traumatize. and, And I think it's really just to, like, keep us in our place, if you will. I think it's just to fuck with us. So, how do you all cope? Like, what do you, or is that still even an open question? Like, I think we 
been at this point we've been subjected to quite a bit in our in our lives as far as it's concerned there's nothing new under the sun but how do you all deal um i think you just i think you just um you lower you lower your expectations right mm, yeah. so at this point you you assume that nothing bad is going to happen to the to the police officers so when nothing does happen to them you kind of like yeah i knew that shit was going to happen you know what i'm saying like you you can't work yourself up into a fucking lather or a fucking frenzy and and just get all into it and be mad and you know what I'm saying and make poems and mad rants and all this other shit. I think you just kind of I don't know. I think you just take it in and you, I mean because you you you've been through this so much. I think it just kind of it's a party that's numb to it. It has how you know how bad that sounds, but I think that niggas are just like fuck. You know what I'm saying? This shit again. This shit again. That's what I'm saying. We just had some shit back to back to back, mm-hmm. and it's just like, well, look at this shit. Look at this bullshit. I think we're numb to it, and we and I. Well, I think I'm part of me is numb to it, and I think you just I've lowered my expectations. Yep, that's my thought and process. Brown liquor. Control your temper by tempering your expectations. Like, if you go into it, not thinking that nothing is going to happen, but just be open-minded and there's a possibility that nothing may happen, then, like I said, it's still disappointing either way, but you're not totally caught off guard by it. You got to take it one of three ways, man. I think I was talking to uh, one of our mutual friends earlier today. You either got to learn to compartmentalize, medicate, or heal. Healing is typically long term. You can't heal from some shit instantly, so you got to learn how to either medicate or compartmentalize. And depending on whatever the fuck you're good at, some people are good at medicating, some people are good at compartmentalizing. Whether it's ignoring this shit, moving on, transferring that energy into something positive, or like JJ said, brown liquor. You know what I'm saying? You got to figure out what works well for you. You know what I'm saying? But you got to do something. You can't just eat this shit over and over again. And expect to not have some sort of physiological or mental side effects, man. Because this shit is too much. It's too much for any person to deal with emotionally uh, by themselves. That's a very good point. So, I know for me, it was interesting because everyone knows my, my thoughts on um, on white folks. I just have a general distrust. So, I um, I was talking about it in our in one of our group meetings with one of our frat brothers. Um, a neighbor Nick, I know he's been on the podcast before, and he gave me, he kind of opened my eyes to a different perspective I never really quite thought of. And he was basically saying, you know, you need to love yourself more than you, um, and focus that energy on, on loving, like loving yourself and your people as opposed to hating white folks. And I was like, you know, never thought about that, thought about it in that way. And I think that's kind of like that, that, concept kind of washed over me in a way i was just like oh, okay this that does feel better because i guess it's really about at this point how you feel i mean i'm 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 kind of um like you all saying like i'm kind of like conceded to the fact that like, I, i'm not expecting anything good to happen out of this or or anything right so i focus on focus the energy instead of being angry in terms in terms of what's happening and focusing on on loving myself and my family and my friends all y'all and, and and that having more value i guess in the long run i'm gonna see how this works um it feels different but i think it's just a different way of approaching it instead of just being angry <coughs> because 
Spit it out. <clears throat> Between all the spit it out, dog. You gotta go spit that out, man. That's what. It's gonna tear you up from the inside out, dog. <laughs> That's worse than racism, right there. You gotta spit that out. <laughs> but between dealing with the the, the stress of COVID, um, working extra now every day to day, and this bullshit is just too much. So I think it, I think just having a different approach and mindset will help. And it'll keep me from increasing blood pressure meds and things like that. I mean, we die sooner mostly because of stress. Just the stress of just dealing. So I feel like, if anything, shaping my mind to to think in a different way in terms of how we deal in America might be a start. We'll see how it works. If it don't work, I'll just um, smoke more weed or whatever. But yeah, next on... It doesn't get get any better, folks. But it's an excellent. <laughs> we were gonna keep. It was gonna be a lighter show till the last two things happened. We was gonna talk about um, Joe Biden, you ain't black comment, which is light in comparison to what we were talking about uh, previously. But uh, I know that was a big deal. I know the internet was a buzz about uh, Joe Biden's comments at the end of his um, interview on the Breakfast Club um, regarding saying basically. Uh, you ain't black if you vote for Trump. Uh, and, and folks was really um, outraged. Uh, I think I said said on my social media, I'll say it again. I, I don't care. Um, Trump got to go. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to get in the weeds. This nigga got to go. And I agree with you, Wood. You were saying, um, I mean, local elections do carry more weight and they have more value. But I don't need Donald Trump picking the next two um, Supreme Court justices either. So, you I'm know, not. that's a concern of mine, too. <laughs> I'm going to seek this one out. I'm going to seek this one out, man. No. No, I'm going to seek mine. Like I, like, I don't even understand how niggas can even fix their mouth to even bring up the judges. Joe Biden was right there on the front step when we got punked for, for Garrick Marlin. Mar- what was his name? Garrick, whatever fucking name is. Garrick Marlin? What the fuck is his name? I can't. It escapes me right now. Garrick Marlin. Who's that? The well, Supreme the, the Supreme Court judge that Obama and them put out and they got oh, punked by yeah, 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 yeah. and they yeah. got punked by uh Mitch McConnell. Joe, Joe Biden was right there. He was right there on the front on, on, on the front doorstep when he had to grab his ankles. And he ain't do shit. So all of a sudden is he our fucking champion that's gonna bring the judges back. We already saw what the fuck he he gonna do. So I don't understand uh, You just have a better chance though, bro. Vote vote. Y'all vote whoever the fuck you want to vote for. I ain't voting for Joe Biden. If you want to unfriend me, if you want to do whatever, fuck you. Nice to, not nice to have known you. Kiss my ass. Man, I kind of wish you would have kept your shit to yourself. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know that was going to happen. Way to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm, go ahead. No, you go. I just, my biggest problem is when people in general speak on stuff that they don't necessarily know about like Joe Biden you can't say anything about who's black or not and I mean I know of course it's not literal but it happens all the time like um, you know people get to talking about fraternities and sororities and they are not in one people get to talk about the HBCU they did not attend one so I just I don't think there's um, a place for stuff like that, and unfortunately, Joe had to put his foot in his mouth. I mean, really, that happens. It's only we're outraged because it was 
black people he was talking about, but uh, whatever. I mean, Trump got to go, so whatever. I'm not really tripping. So this is stupid ass shit, right? This is the dumb ass shit that niggas do, right? You want Joe Biden to be in office and beat Trump in hopes of Joe Biden providing a better situation and a better life for you. But if you make Joe Biden Teflon, he doesn't have to do anything for you because he's Teflon. I don't have to I don't have to give any policies that are towards you. I don't have to fucking say shit that's PC. I don't have to do none of that shit because I'm the fucking Don. And right now, motherfuckers are making him that nigga where he can say whatever the fuck it is he want to say just for the sake of Trump. And that's exactly what they fuck they wanted to happen. They're going to vote for me in spite of. And we're in a fucked up situation again. Because y'all dumbass niggas that went out there and made this nigga, exalted this nigga to a pedestal that you can't bring him back from now. Joe know he's straight now. He Gucci. I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. Yeah, pretty much. So good job. Uh, great job. Great job, black America. Any, anyone but Trump. Turn, blue, blue no matter who. It, it ain't. But, I mean, at this point, Joe Biden is who we have. The gorgeous, yeah, exactly. Joe Biden is who we, Joe Biden is who we have. But if all you got is a pair of fucking fours, you ain't got to tell everybody to say, well, you got is a pair of fours. No, I agree with you. I agree that, yeah, you, you have to hold him up against, you know, hold him to the fire. And, you know, that nigga does fucking have diarrhea of the mouth, which, you know, he has to check. But I think, like, and that nigga's, again, this is my personal opinion. I think that, you know, it was just a, 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 a bad joke. You know what I'm saying? Some shit made in jest. And I think that he's been around black people so long. And again, not that niggas have exalted him and put his pussy on a pedestal. I'm saying that he has been around black people so long that he has this, uh, he's just comfortable around being, being around black people and saying some things so i'd rather have a motherfucker who is comfortable around black people uh who has been around black people who who know and might have a slip of the tongue because he's too comfortable than a nigga who i know who don't fuck with black people i mean i don't know if he necessarily fuck with black people i mean he doesn't have a good history but also i guess like you haven't heard the pool story he's an old white <laughs> when Ice Pick came through, or whatever the nigga's name was, when he Wait, was like, the lifeguard. Yeah, it, does, it was Ice Pick. What happened? Was, you know, you haven't heard the story, the Joe Biden story. No, he was a, that he was he was a lifeguard in whatever city it was. Let's just say Indianapolis, because that's where you're from. It was and like Scranton or something. It, it was, was like Scranton, all, PA was a, or something. It was an all like an all black pool or whatever. He was like the he was like the only white white. Old white lifeguard, and it was this gang member named Ice Pick, and that nigga like was like I don't know what he was doing around the pool, but he was fucking around and like Joe Biden like stood up to the nigga was like look here Ice Pick, you ain't gonna be doing that bullshit around this pool not while I'm here, and then Ice Pick, Ice Pick respected him and befriended him and he became a gangster disciple or some shit like that. But I thought you were about to say Ice Pick. Big Meech would have killed that nigga. Meech would have killed Joe Biden. That shit hilarious. Yeah, that's said that. But the thing is, but he would go. So the problem is, he would go around tell this fucking ice pick story, like to every fucking urban 
urban city. Oh man! But how it was you, a book. How do you look over a crowd with a straight face telling a story about somebody named Ice Pig? I, I don't think hey, you're from they, fucking they, Delaware. You're from like the sweet part of Delaware too, not like. Kind no, of that nigga's name. No, no, that nigga's name was like cornbread. I think the nigga's name might have been cornbread. So uh-huh. something real racist. What an asshole. He didn't call. He didn't call him that. The nigga called himself that. Nigga. I don't believe it. It's not the nigga's not real. What are you talking about? You said the nigga <laughs> called himself that. That nigga doesn't exist. Nah, this is a true story. Hold on, let me see. Joe no, Biden, I'm, like, no, it's probably a true story. I'm just saying he made it up. <laughs> He's a lie. <laughs> He's not lying, man. He got people to co-sign. Uh, black. Cornbread black. Uh, you know how many people co-sign stories that be made up? Right. The gang leader, Biden goes on to say that a group of members called the Romans came to the pool, including the gang leader, Corn Pop. Corn Pop. Yeah, Corn, corn Pop. Pop. No, you can't make up Corn Pop, nigga. You would have came, you would have been Ice Pop. for Corn Pop, dog. But, but, but what is Corn Pop? Like, That's yeah. a nigga's real life gang. Corn name, pop bro. is a no corn, corn pop, pop is a cereal made by Kellogg's. Like it is. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like niggas wouldn't give each other a name that corny. Got a pop. I mean, but did y'all y'all didn't see the uh, uh, black peace stone dude getting beat up online? I saw that shit. All gangsters ain't gangsters. I mean, it doesn't matter, man. Blue, no matter who, Biden or bust, the votes are in. If you're a black person, if your skin is darker or lighter than a paper bag, you have to vote with Joe Biden. That's that's the rule. So go do that. Get out of vote. Except for except for me, but everybody else do that. Go go vote. I here's the thing, Wood. I completely get your point of view. I'm not. I'm I'm not. I'm not excited about Joe Biden. Speak of the Deutsch. I'm I'm not. He don't excite me. I don't think, I mean, given his track record, I was never a fan. Even when he was picked to be vice president, I was like, didn't he fuck up? Uh, up? Nobody's hype about Joe Biden. Nobody. Exactly. It's not like niggas are like fucking gung-ho about the nigga, but he's all we got, dog. No. 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 Listen, listen. No, no, if you're on a, if you're on a fucking no. deserted island, guys, dog, and it's, guys, one, it's one piece guys, of pussy in there, or you guys, gotta stick your dick in a guys, sand hole. We're one hour, we're one hour and fifty five minutes into this podcast. Okay, it's, it's not the conversation. Okay, fuck Joe Biden. I'm not voting for Joe Biden, and I don't have another forty five minutes to tell you why I'm not voting for Joe Biden. And really, it has nothing to do with Joe Biden. Joe Biden is who Joe Biden is. I mean, I can't be mad at fucking Joe Biden for being for being sleepy Joe. But my reasons run deeper, and we don't have time to get into that. So let's go on to the next. Maybe you should say something nice about Joe and wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, so let me go about Obama. All right, yep, thank you. All right, So Sean King is stealing all the money that he's raising for Black Lives Matter. Um, so what? What do? Um, what do? How do? Um, activists get their money though? How do they? How do they get paid? Donations. It's like not like donations for what? Like what for tweets? Free food with people who recognize them. And they be having like various nonprofits and shit set up, you know. All right. Shit like that. So but what like, they be doing though? But like every non every nonprofit embezzles somewhat. You know what I'm saying? Like do Maybe. niggas think I mean the Red Cross is like the biggest nonprofit on the planet or something, and we know the Red Cross. Oh, they dirty. Some dirty. Nigga, they, yeah. 
And they, and they, they never had no blood. Story of the Sean King thing. Sean King. It's just people on social media are upset with Sean King because there are various programs. I think well, what was one of the programs called? Night Winter, whatever the fuck it was, Winter something. He had a specific program that people were talking about, and some of the members that were involved in said program were saying that Sean King misappropriates funds and that the programs that he starts never come to fruition. And they say because they never come to fruition. He is stealing the money. They accused him of stealing the money. All right. Embezzlement, basically. And everybody's like, yeah, fucking right. Like, everything that Sean King does, he never does anything. Like, he keeps stealing people's money. So now Sean King steals money without any proof of any money being stolen. Now, he may, he may, be, he may suck at business. He may be a bad manager. He may be a bad boss. He may be stealing money. For all I know, I don't fucking know. But I don't think anybody has any evidence to support the fact that he's definitely stealing money. It seems like active words to me. Like it seems like the people who called him out were wasn't it like the D Ray dude? Ain't he the one that like dislikes him the most? Yeah, but people call Sean King out every day. Like people call Sean King out every day for being light skinned. Like as if he didn't start off light skinned. Like people hate Sean King. I thought Sean King was white. He's not he's like, right. Like right now, you think he's white, or before you thought he was white? I thought he was always white. Sean King white skin? Yeah, he might be biracial, but he's definitely. Black. I thought he was a white man that looked black because he had the haircut. His haircut in a particular manner. No, he's black. Are you sure? Uh, I don't know if you're sure. I'm pretty sure. This is got me wondering. If I mean, but that's black. that's the fucked up thing. Like you put the burden proof on us. The nigga's definitely black. He's like, oh, I want to have proof of that. Right. I think Sean King is white. Sean King is not. I'm gonna ask he's somebody. biracial. He has a white mother and a black father. Right. That's you looking at that on Google? But Kentucky Public Records reviewed Daily Beast show that King's father is white. Jeffrey King, da da da. This is him. What? That nigga white. He just, oh, he just wears his hair like down there. He wears his hair to look like T.I. He like that um, one lady in Washington who um, who said she was, she was black because she felt like it. Rachel. Sean King yeah, says Rachel Dolezal. He, he like Rachel Dolezal. Sean King is white. He just he like them. He was like this nigga I went to high school with named Tom. I'm um, white Tommy. Tommy thought he was black too until shit got real. How do we keep getting duped into these people? Now, what is this nigga white? I mean, he says he's black. He says he's seventy five percent white. Mm, oh, what? He says actual father's a light skinned black man. I, I think he, I think he white. I don't want to. So that's so he's definitely stealing. Like we don't even know what race he is. <laughs> he's stealing from everybody. This nigga anyway. ain't got no real job. I'm saying nigga definitely stealing. And yeah, you uh, don't know if he's definitely stealing. It's the comedy. <laughs> I'm just like, if he if his daddy was mixed and his mom was white, he's still black. You're right, but I think his daddy white. Like he, he can, says, like white folks. Like facial hair could look like like King, nigga facial hair King, if you don't let it grow King out. King responded that the man listening on his birth certificate is his adoptive father, and that his mother has told him his biological father is a light skinned black man. Family members and classmates have stated that they understood King to be biracial growing up. I mean, looking in his face, that don't look like a white man. He look fucking like he from he look like Ti. He look like he from uptown. He looks like Ti. He look like he from fucking Third Ward, New Orleans, <laughs> like. Okay, well maybe I don't know. They should leave him alone, man. I thought he was I thought he was white. So I kinda of just looked at him different. 
No. Okay, someone just told me on Facebook, no, he just super light skinned. Okay, well, that's cool. He's oh. de- he definitely doesn't look white enough where if the shit goes down and everybody gets pulled over, he's about to get off. Like, he's definitely about to be sitting on the curb with everybody else. Yeah, he definitely got nigga head yeah, That's when he gonna be like, hey, let me holler at you over here on the side. <laughs> hey, y'all. Uh, <laughs> right. I know I look like these niggas, but I'm wrong. I'm not. My Kentucky birth certificate. Fuck you, Chef, for making us take that detour and finding out if Sean King's actually white. No, you really opened my eyes today. I thought he was. I've been thinking he's white for like five years. I just thought he's like one of them exceptional white folks that looked out for people, even though he steals. We don't have it. We don't have any proof that he steals. Allegedly, every shit. But the thing about it is, niggas think that this nigga steals and they got a problem with it. But they go. I don't to have fucking... a problem with him stealing. Like I don't know what active, how activists get paid. That's why I started. To, that was like my first question because I don't understand like how they maintain their lifestyle. I mean, so then that's a whole another show because you talking about you don't have a problem with stealing, and that's why Corey and Brown went down stealing well, from she a non job. So it's okay to steal if you don't have a job. Yeah, and does that does that only apply to stuff away from your house? I mean, like if you catch a nigga on your porch stealing some shit, like, but he ain't got no job. Is it cool? Well, I'm gonna feel bad for you, but I'm not gonna like it. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing about it is, in okay. Let's say he does steal. He's on our side still. Why are we trying to take this nigga down who's yeah, presumptively like acting on our yeah. behalf? He's the acting in our best interest. The people Cancel are accused of doing the same shit. So I'm like, what's the problem? Cancel culture. Like a nigga, ain't, a nigga ain't canceled a black these black pastors yet. They haven't. You're right. <laughs> Speaking of stealing. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we love all the deacons, all the black pastors. But Sean uh-huh. King is where we draw the fucking line. I, 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 like I told you, I, I don't know. I don't see the problem with it. I, I don't, because the thing uh, is... You can't keep saying you don't see a problem with a nigga stealing. Like, stealing is never really sweet. It, I mean, it's, it's not. But I guess my thing is, like, how you expect... Like I expect white folks like not not to be kind of racist. I also expect people with nonprofits not to be on the up and up. It's just like it's not right, but it doesn't shock me. It's that's kind of what it is. I'm not, so given that, not, so given that, if we expect <clears throat> pastors to steal somewhat, and we expect mm-hmm. people with nonprofits to steal somewhat, yep. And Sean King is in that same lane. Right. Why is he where we draw the line saying we're not going to tolerate this shit? Who drew the line? <laughs> the motherfuckers on social media, like black folks on social media, said, "Nah, fuck oh. Sean King." Oh, I don't agree with them niggas. <laughs> Just like... That's the whole discussion. That's the whole top point. The topic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sharing my personal opinion on. That's what I'm about to say. Like Chef say, he's not tripping if nobody's still there. So just remember that when um, the 2021 reunion. <laughs> nah, man, I stole it. I, I wasn't working. It's great, it's great, right? <laughs> That's cool, right? All right, yeah. Oh, it's for the greater good, I guess. Uh, Speaking of biracial, that Doja Cat. Oh shit! I that one was. Yeah, we, we it's it's too late to get into yes, Doja it's Cat. Too late for Doja Cat. We gotta go in and ask him for a friend, even though we're two hours into the podcast. Oh, it's asking for a friend. 
<laughs> Maybe. Tell you right now, I set my alarm for 1 a.m. to get up and finish my work. I might, might get the consistent. Oh, well. I'm still be up. <laughs> we could do the TV joint. Like, this was like a special podcast because we had like some serious shit to talk about. We could just do that next week. See, these niggas don't even know. Now it's split on my on my Facebook about if he, this nigga white or black. Somebody said, literally said, depends on who you ask. All right. <laughs> you need to ask who that. I mean, that, I don't think that nigga really knows. Like, no, he, he, it sounds like you right. don't know. He right. says his mama told mama him. told him, right. That, that his daddy was a light-skinned black man. That's right. what I'm saying. Like but the if fact he ain't never met not, the nigga. Yeah, he don't really know. Never had chicken Right. No, the but fact the fact that he like doesn't know that. his daddy makes him black. All right. <laughs> what the that's I'll racist? Wait for it. He got everything queued up, but that's racist. <laughs> I don't think we're afraid anymore because I was like, oh, I was somewhat racist, but but I meant it in a good. It came from a good place. Yes. There we go. Nah, this nigga, this nigga definitely black. I thought the nigga biracial or just fucking light skin. He looked like half the niggas in New Orleans. That's what I said. That nigga definitely from Third Ward. A Seven Ward Creole. Bro. All right, well. All right. And and the nigga with the Morehouse. He with the Morehouse. Oh, he black. At the very least, yeah. Oh, golly! No. Wow, that's that's what we go do. That's how we go in the segment. This one, we're not recording no more, are we? Oh, no, we're recording now. Why oh, do you think we weren't recording? Oh, but you have to take my word for it. King was born and raised in Versailles, <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> He's married with five children, and he has also fostered children in the past. King oh, left. Oh, he got to give them. King left them. teaching and worked as a pastor at Total Grace Christian Center in DeKalb County, Georgia. Oh, I know he's stealing. He be big stealing. <laughs> <laughs> he was a preacher indicator at a center. That, that's all your stuff together that you don't like preachers in Atlanta. Yeah, that's a that's a trifecta right there. And light skinned niggas. He did all those things with everything yeah, yeah, stuff. It's fine though. But this nigga likes niggas that steal. That's crazy. I don't like him because he steals. I just expect him to steal. That's not the same thing. A uh, nigga in Minneapolis of uh, uh, fucking looting AutoZone, nigga? Yeah, I'm like, why are you fucking up AutoZone? Niggas don't hey, but Listen, I just, nigga, I just spent $30 on one windshield wiper. So I understand. I was just about to, just about to say, I can tell you why they, <laughs> do, why they <laughs> loot. Why they any car buyers recently? No, that shit <laughs> I ain't, have to get some shit. Been. Hey, that, that bitch cheap, boy. I gotta go to AutoZone this weekend, actually, so I'm not really looking forward to it. That's how you know you're getting older, too. Like, before a nigga be wanting, like, video games and shit, like, hey, who can they go with the alternator? Fucking break pants, nigga, fuck. <laughs> That's what the next purchase is, actually. I need to, I need to get tents done. Summer's no bitch. I'm, I'm good. Hey, bro, hey, bro when last time I got to a football? Last time what? You threw a football. Nigga, I played fucking semi-catch, nigga, on Monday, nigga. Hey, boy. After about 17 throws, nigga, my shit was like, nah, bro. Then I started, I moved in two feet closer. And then I started having to throw side on, nigga, like, nah, bitch. This motion, this rotating coach, whatever. (laughs) 
All right, what are we doing? Hold on, let me stop recording. You've rocked with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead, visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love, show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast, is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now, for the With All Due Respects. Go. With all due respect, a few things. First of all, I love being black. Even on days like this, I wouldn't have it any other way. Point two, I'm never going to not steal from Walmart. I'm always going to steal from you, Walmart. Fuck y'all. With all due respect. With all due respect, um, it's it's just a lot going on right now. It's very trying times. Uh, I think a lot of people's uh, sense of stress is heightened because we've been under quarantine or lockdown, social distancing, that whole nine yards for a while. A lot of stuff that ordinarily wouldn't necessarily be boilerplate issue or rise to a quote-unquote situation is doing that. It's also about to uh, be summer. And for some reason, more ignorance comes with the heat. So just be vigilant. Be mindful of what's going on in the world around us. You know, try to have a little bit more patience with folks, and let's just uh, uh, let's just try to have a good next season, or whatever that may be, uh, summertime, and you know, hopefully, just have a good time and lay low and chill with all due respect. Uh, with all due respect, it's crazy shit going on, right? So, pandemics. Uh, we got killer bees on the swarm, whatever the fuck they were. Killer hornets. Um, in New Orleans right now, I'm sitting here doing. I'm actually laying down, uh, laying down in the dark because it's termite season. So I'm going. So the termite swarm for about four weeks in New Orleans around this time, and then after termite season, guess what? We got hurricane season. So. Uh, a lot of shit going on, not to mention it's uh, Hunter Black Man season going on, too. So um, it's a lot. Like like uh, 5,000 said, a lot of shit that's going on. And I read somewhere where it says there's, there's a type of rest that's for your body and there's a type of rest that's for your soul. Um, so I think everybody, well, whenever you have a chance, man, you need to just kind of slow down. I know people say they've been in the house and they've been quarantining, but you can also be busy and doing too much shit in your own house and not taking the time to get your mind together. And that's a type that's a lot of different ways. Uh you can you can meditate, you know, some people like to do yoga. Some people like to do the um the vibration bowls, whatever they call the sound bowls. I haven't tried it but shit, I'm open to pretty much fucking anything i know i fuck with the crystals you know what i'm saying get your diffuser get you some good smells in the air get you some relaxing music man and take some time out man decompress uh because you know it's a lot going on and 
your, your mental health is just as important as your physical health. So uh, if you haven't tried it, try meditating. Uh, you can go on YouTube and sometimes, you know, they'll just play music and you just close your eyes and just listen. And if you're just doing that, maybe 30 minutes a week, an hour a week, maybe every Saturday morning, take some time out for yourself and make sure you take some time out for yourself with all due respect. Think of yourself as a tree. There you go. And your legs are roots. Now imagine those roots flowing down into the earth. You are rooted into the earth and you can feel your energy leaving throughout your branches and into the soil. Now let it all go. Hey, nigga, you should do that for a job. <laughs> hey, you shouldn't invite a chef to your house because... <laughs> If they lie, they're still, and if they steal, they're killed. You know if you kill, if you kill you go to hell. <clears throat> anyway, with all due respect, um, uh, the boy Ronnie posted uh, something today, man, and it was, it's sad. I mean, it's kind of on brand for this episode, but it was also a good exercise. Um, like the saddest movies where you have shed a tear or you've cried before, and I'm not a crier. Like I, I, I don't even cry at the big moments uh, during my during my life, and my wife thinks I'm a fucking sociopath. But three movies that have definitely extracted emotional responses from me. Um, first and foremost, and and, and Kinchin was Kinchin was the main one that brought up this specific scene. One was My Girl when Thomas J was. Oh all laid up in that damn cat and I'm terrified of bees too by the way that's my biggest fear but he needs his glasses he can't see without his glasses look here look here what alert if a nigga if that shit like that shit almost gets me right now if that shit don't fucking get you thinking about that scene I don't know if you have a soul like my girl I want to watch it again but I don't think I'm in a good mental place to go watch that right now with all the shit that's going on right now still magnolias Shelby dying also sad as fuck and what's crazy was we were watching Steel Magnolias this weekend and I wasn't paying attention thank God because I was in a good mood and I don't need to deal with Shelby dying all over again but that was sad as fuck too definitely a tear jerking tear jerking moment and the last uh, show was so I have a I don't know I have a fascination with the AIDS epidemic um like I love documentaries that uh, and the band played on and um, how to survive a plague and stuff like that. Philadelphia was a a movie about an individual situation, but also about the larger AIDS epidemic. And seeing Andy, who's Tom Hanks's character, physically deteriorate throughout that movie and ultimately succumb, and the performance that Tom Hanks did and Denzel getting over his own his own uh, phobias and prejudices about people with HIV AIDS like that movie was one of the most powerful movies I've ever seen and I definitely shed tears watching Philadelphia too so hopefully all you've seen all three of those movies but um, if you have some other tear-jerking movies uh, go into um, with all the respect group on Facebook or hit us up on Instagram and let us know some movies that definitely brought the tears out for you those are a couple of mine, with all due respect. I haven't seen Steel Magnolias yet. Me so neither. Whoa. I was supposed to watch it. It started, and I, I went to bed. But Whoa. it's on. 
I haven't seen Steel Magnolia or Beaches, and I heard both of those. Mikey. No, nah, Beaches, Beaches is rough. Yeah, I've seen Beaches. And some other old black movie that I've never seen that everybody else has seen to make you cry. Yeah, so they got they all like in a little uh, ball of stuff. Like, don't forget Fried Green Tomatoes now. Fried Green Tomatoes is also. Fried Green seen Tomatoes that had some victory had a, a victory in it though. So victory. Yeah. Like when they turned that nigga into hamburgers, that was a win. Yeah, they did barbecue yeah, that nigga. Movie, a movie I haven't seen. Um, it's another one that's supposed to be a good sad movie that I haven't seen. Oh, I also mentioned the best man holiday. They Ooh, tried their rough. they tried their damnest to get them tears out of me and by oh, goddamn they got it. Hey, is that best it. man holiday that oh was that the second one when the when the wife died of cancer? Oh, yes. oh, oh nigga. Hey my boy. wife looked at me like I was a bitch, so she was like she's like, Nigga, what you crying for? I was you like, oh. you gotta give niggas a pass. Everybody in the theater was no pass. quiet yeah. and sniffling. I didn't get no they pass. Cause she didn't cry and I did. And she was like, you pussy ass nigga. Oh. Hey nigga, uh, uh, an almost cry nigga is remember the Titans nigga? When that nigga was like. The funeral? Oh mm-hmm. no, that's a funeral nigga. I'm talking about the, the accident and the nigga laid yeah. up in the bed. And, yeah. uh, what's that nigga's name? Uh, nah, I'm about to say Forrest Gump. Um, what, what movie that nigga playing? The black dude, man. Yeah, dude, that's in paid in full and shit. Yeah, what's his name? I mean, what did he play? Uh, is that Wood Harris? <sighs> Wood Harris, he played a no, not Wood Harris, the other nigga, Denzel. Oh, God, the white boy. Those only niggas. Oh, nigga from um from Clueless, Donald Faison. Oh man, those are literally the only niggas in the movie, dog. Is <laughs> <laughs> and. Who is in? You think about Little Giants, though. You think about another movie. No, 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 no. With the no, icebox no, no. or something. Uh, remember. Annexation of Puerto Rico. Nah, that nigga wasn't in there. Hold on. He played in another movie where he was. He was a black boy. Fuck. I guess because he's black. Why the fuck ain't it one of the main characters? Hold on. He was a. He was like the. Running back or some shit. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, the receiver. You talking about? Oh, you talking about, about Booby Miles? Booby Miles, yeah. You talking about Antoine Fisher? Friday Night Lights. Antoine fucking Fisher. That's what I'm talking about. Well, talking about Antoine Friday Fisher. Night Lights, so you ain't talking about remember the Titans? What happens? Who? What? What is Snowflake? Booby Miles broke his leg. Yes, yeah, Snow- Booby. Sunshine is in. Um, you talking about Sunshine? Sunshine's in Remember the Titans. I must be this is God given. All I got to do is show up. What's Antoine Fisher's real name? Derek Antoine. Luke. Yeah, there it is. <clears throat> next episode's going to be a movie episode. We'll talk movies in the next episode. Yeah, we got to do something lighter next time. Yeah. Hopefully, you won't ruin it again. <laughs> Fucking night. Can't watch Steel Magnolia. So I was going to watch it this weekend. <laughs> 